Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Friday morning to all. We are the Junks. We're coming to you this snowy Friday morning live on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980 AM. On TV on the Monumental Sports Network, we're brought to you by Crop Metcalf. The official heating and cooling company of the Junks. If you're looking to be the next five-star HVAC technician or plumber, just go to CropMetcalf.com. Do that today. At some point, you'll have a three-man junk show. I'm just assuming Jason is out sick because he he looked like death warmed over yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I believe JP is uh, fighting the elements <laughs> to try to get in uh, to the studio at I mean, this it's, point. It's his move to, you know... Not give himself enough time. Yeah. I well, will, I his, will his say this. will pay dividends in a hot piping breakfast. Right. Probably from our friends at McDonald's. I will say this. I woke up at my normal time, and I'm not obsessed with the weather like these guys, like Lurch and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was going to snow. Yeah. So I just, first thing I did was I opened up my window. It was 430. I looked out the window to see what we were dealing with. And there was just snow on my on my grass mm-hmm. nothing yep. on the street was fine yeah and so i was like oh okay must be done but big nothing right. went downstairs took my time was on my computer i you know i got my breakfast i had my coffee i was like there's no rush the roads are fine yeah. i got i opened my garage door at 505 and all of a sudden in that 30 minute span it yeah. became a poop show you got duped and then as i drove in i will say the roads are treacherous they're not and great. I mean, you just have to, but you just you just gotta you, go slow. Instead of driving sixty or sixty-five, you're driving thirty-five or forty. Right. I mean, it's just that's the way. If you're no gonna doubt. get from point A to point B today, you can't drive your normal speed. No, if no, you no, do, no. you're just creating havoc for everybody else that's yeah. out on the road. It's just, and I don't know. I assume they've treated the roads and everything, but I was kind of surprised how kind of mediocre the roads were this morning for such a small little snowfall. Especially, it shocked me. When I woke up and I looked out the window and it was only on the grass. Yeah. In that 30 minutes, my street got covered and it was bad pretty much the whole way through. I, I woke up like 20 bad. minutes early, walked out the front door, saw the big poofy flakes coming down. I said, <laughs> this might be an issue, but, right. you know, just just leave early. If you if you have to be out and about today. Yeah. You just got to give yourself, give yourself enough time. B- budget the extra time. I got I, I got the snow off of my car, and I was letting it run and heat yeah. up and everything and defrost. Yeah. And then I went back in, got my coffee yeah. and breakfast and everything ready to go. And I come back out. My, co- my cover's re- it's recovered. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Now, I, it wasn't as much, but it yeah. was, but yeah, it was yeah, still yeah. all recovered. I was, I, I'll, I'll admit I was a little taken aback. I thought it was going to be okay. I thought maybe it had already passed. 
You know, I thought no. we had like no, an overnight no. snow. Four, it was supposed to start coming at 4 o'clock. Yeah. That's, that's when they, they were dead stuff. on. Because, I mean, I, I walked me. out my front door at about 4, 12, 4, 15, and it was, it was steadily snowing at that point. <laughs> I mean, it was coming down. Yeah. I definitely regret, you know, how my... Our car is in the shop. Yeah, the SUV. So my wife is driving my mm-hmm. X Drive mm-hmm. car. Okay. So, all, so what know, do you have to drive? Yeah, what what hoop are you pushing around? So I definitely regret getting the Nubs twenty nine dollar a day economy oh. economy class. Uh, what is it? Nubs. Is it a front wheel drive? Real? It's got to be at least front wheel drive. Uh, it's just it's just I just getting bossed around out there. You know, just everyone <laughs> driving right by me, just right. dunking on me. Yeah, I need to <laughs> I need to set you up with Mike Walker. We need to make this. Happen. I know. Yeah, I mean, you've been a loyal BMW customer. I have. It was just a, a Nubs. It was a, a Nubs Kia. <laughs> just white just knuckle barely, the whole way just in, barely gripping car the road. that I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're driving a Kia. I yeah, it's a what's it what my insurance covers? Thirty <sighs> bucks a day they cover. Hey, Kias are hot right now. Kias are kind of yeah. hot. Yeah, They're but if hot. it's one of those little numbers, yeah, or is it like a... the Kia truck? Truck. Some people have like a Kia oh, tell you right? the SUV. No, it's yeah, it's kind of nice. nice. No, it's not. Yeah, you think yeah. I'm getting that? I, I have no idea. It's no. Kia. Aren't Kias like hot, like literally hot in the stolen car game? Uh, yes, like I keep thinking Kias about that, Kias and too. Hyundais. Like yeah. people are tar- Maybe they're just butt easy to steal. I don't know. When I think of Kia, I think of my father-in-law's Kia. He got a little, he got a little red little Kia. You know, because he got a good deal on yeah, it. Yeah, he still know. has it, or Gung Gung's still pushing Gung it around? Still, oh, yeah. I mean, Very he good. got it a couple years ago. They, yeah. The yeah. uh, Kia's had a glow up since then. <laughs> oh, they have? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know the Telluride or whatever. In fact, I think I think uh, Sammy. Sam Weiner drives one. Sammy yeah. Weiner. Well, he's not driving the, the $30 a day. No, no, no. He's <laughs> yeah. driving the nice one. Yeah. Who's yeah. driving the 60K Kia. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know that thing even existed. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, nice. tell you, if you get a Telluride that's all, that has all the bells and whistles, yeah. like 60K. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was actually a oh, thing. It, it actually looks like a nice vehicle, to be honest. I don't know if it drives nice, but it looks nice. Um. Anyway, yeah, be careful out there. Normally, I you know, I never worry. I know I'll get here. I'll always give myself enough time. But I was a little bit taken aback this morning, I'll be honest. Um, it's not like it was a lot of snow, but it was just slippery. So just be careful. Visibility was low. Visibility was a little bit hurting. I, just, I, I, I told Drive, I probably drove, you know, 25 miles an hour in today. Yeah, I think I did. I was between 25 and 35 almost the whole way. I got a little no, lazy. I'm smarter than JP. I left a half hour early. <laughs> got to leave early. He just doesn't give himself enough time. I got a tad lazy with clearing the snow from, like, the front of my car. Definitely had the, had the spot where the the wiper fluid pops up on the windshield yeah. blocked. That's kind of tilting. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's important on a day like today. You need to have your wiper fluid available. I know this is a modern convenience that we've had for 20-plus years, but I get sized for rear wipers that you have on your, you know, right by your steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, You can just hit the rear wiper and (laughs) even have the water squirter. You like that luxury? I just get sized, (laughs) you know. And especially a light snow like this, I feel like I I didn't scrape my car. Because all I got to do is roll down the windows, roll them up. I scrape my car with 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 my coat. I did this. That's oh, so nubs. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I love doing that. I did, so I did have a scraper in my car. I don't do it. And it was a light coat. He doesn't, so he I doesn't said, keep a, I have a I scraper. Just, you take a broom, Rick. I just didn't have it handy. I, and I, I, I had the broom, See, you didn't I had need the broom that. right outside the door, ready to go, ready for me in the morning. <laughs> Probably right. smart. You, you're more prepared. I, I, I'm a planner. You're better prepared than I am. Right. Things happen. Right. Well... Prepare. Kids like to. I, I, I was surprised. My wife said last night Montgomery County they already they canceled. 
you know, maybe at 8 p.m. or something. I think Loudon they canceled last night. My yeah. wife did a fist pump at about 8.30 when the yeah. PG counties canceled. Right. So great. <laughs> what the best. Listen, teachers are underpaid and overworked. Oh, so underpaid. And, they, you know, it's a really hard job, and we have to have them, and we're desperate for good teachers. But, man, they love not working. It's so great. Well, I'd I'd love to yeah. get a snow day too. Listen, <laughs> I'm not hating on them, but it, they're, they're kind of like legendary for it. Hey, we've had a discussion before on bit season, and since it's kind of a new year, maybe the clock resets about yeah. how clearly just buying McDonald's is is not a deterrent to JP. <laughs> right? That it's an incentive. Got to ratchet up. You got like each penalty gets stiffer. It's like a Draymond. I've Green said penalty. that kind of thing before, but I know we just all need to be a show agreement. The first time breakfast. <laughs> Second time, you got to pay everyone 20 bucks. Right. You ever and, heard and the cliche bucks? about old dogs? Right. It just think he's an old dog. It, hey, well, he's old, yeah. He's an old dog. <laughs> and he ain't going to change. The penalty has to be more punitive is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to teach him a new trick to get up early. <laughs> it, it, when you do, it lasts like a week. And then he gets back into getting in it two minutes before. He I just, honestly don't know how he does it because every day he walks in here at 5, 50, 8, 30. Like, on the dot. Well, he just, if there's any adversity, he's effed. That's why I pay yeah, the whole time. You hit two red lights in your effed. Yeah. yeah. Any adversity, and he probably, and like he said today, I think he said in the text I was reading, it, I was like, he's like, uh, yeah, I don't want to off myself. So it tells you some days he probably just pedal to the metal, hauling ass yeah. to get <laughs> here. Running red four. lights. Yeah. Probably hauling ass some days to get here. Um, but the problem is because he gets up, he takes probably some long shower, Shaves, yeah, that, you know, probably that, uh, that lawnmowers is pews, just yeah. too much. You know, it's <laughs> so guys, much in the morning. The guy's Irons just in no shirt. rush. Yeah, yeah. Start, probably start, irons some clubs, maybe throws out some pants. clothes. Yeah. Probably like, cleans the kitchen. <laughs> here's here's what I do: I brush my teeth, <laughs> makes, I, I apply deodorant, and I put I makes a quiche put on for the, the breakfast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you have no idea. Probably calls his uh, accountant. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> just does a million things. He's in no rush. I, I, to me, that's a stressful way to live. You know, um, I don't like to live that way. But I like pulling in the garage around five twenty. I like having had time. time to make a pot of coffee, mm-hmm. chill a little bit, decompress from the ride in. <laughs> I've been doing most of my chilling in the morning at home, ah. and then I try to get here about fifteen minutes before. Um, I, I, I feel like it does make the day go by quicker. When you just show up a little okay. bit before the show. <laughs> it mentally gets you through. It does. It kind I, of would makes... lo- I would love to know the psychology behind it. Well, like if you get here, I used to get here to like five. It's an hour before the show. Trust me, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I, I get. I just do my stuff at home now. Those long days are killing you. <laughs> yeah. That extra hour. Taking a toll. It's just an extra hour. It just makes the show go by quicker. Um, but But I still give myself time for adversity. And, and I do think I do think I have a a hack that most people don't have. When you can just drive right through the city, there's really not issues. You 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 know they never shut down the city. No, you know. But like, GW Parkway could be shut down. Definitely, sixty six could be shut the down. The Beltway Parkway could be shut there down. There could be shenanigans out there. Trust me, I've you're seen kind, I guess, them. And weather like this, you're kind of rolling the dice too because there could be an accident. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. But they, but in D.C., if like you drive not, through D.C. like me, I just go to the next block over. Right. You can, you know, you can always find a way to Always bypass. navigate around it. When you get screwed is when you're on like 95, 495. Yeah, they get, they get uh, open. You're trapped. Everything's one lane. You're trapped. You know? So I always know that I'll basically get there. But today I was a little bit nervous because you do have to drive slowly out there because 
I was a little bit taken aback, to be honest with you. I thought I thought the roads would be a little bit better than they were. Um, I Tell, felt some, tells me that I the the news and weather station is just they're just going to be smashing number one ratings oh, this week. Oh just my god, the, it's the worst. Our our news friends this morning. Oh, they're, oh, they're loving it. How many? How many? Um, make sure you shovel so you don't hurt your back. So many stories are they going to do this morning? <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw one of the first accounts I saw was Annie, and I think Annie. We're, Annie's at what Channel Nine now, and they um they were like on air live at four, you know they get that extra hour of airtime on TV. I mean she's probably waking up at two in the morning to go to work. That life is hell. Would <laughs> that suck for us? Like they tell you, got to come in an extra it, hour. Yeah, yeah, like Ron could be fired. You guys got to be here at three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I can't imagine if you. I mean, I I know those people like Shenevy and. And all those people that get up and do that morning TV stuff, man, they, yeah. they're going to bed what? at like 637. They have to. survive. What do they love more, the snow shoveling uh, segment or check on the elderly when it's a heat advisory? <laughs> well, those are, they're called what? evergreen segments. They're, all, they're always in the mix. <laughs> right. Uh, nice game by the Caps last night. Caps with a, a nice win. Right. Oh, Trying to string the, together some dubs. Oh, with the Hattie and... I'm still always flummoxed by all these people that are willing to throw their nice hat out there on the ice and then hopefully go find well, it. Well, also, in, in quite a coincidence, last night was – I'm shocked you weren't there, EB. Last night was country music night. Uh, I was at, aware. At uh, Capital One Arena. They were giving away Washington Capitals branded cowboy hats. I saw. And I'm sure a lot of those wound up on the ice. I, I You know, we've done this bit. We talked about it a million times before. But I kind of like my hats. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I'm not going to chuck my hat. Onto the ice and hope I could find it in some wheelbarrow. You well, you're not. Later. I mean, if you chuck your hat on the ice, you're not. I mean, if you really are going to go search for it at the end, like, well, I'm not just chucking a twenty-five dollar, thirty dollar hat out there just like, because some guy had a hat trick. I feel like you should bring a spare backup hat and like I stuff know, it in your pocket but just looked, in case. Like, I the looked at the happens. hats. They they look like nice hats. I know some people are just very cavalier with, with their hats. I'm throw assuming them on the ice. they're going and picking them up later. Half the people. Oh, I'd be shocked if half the people went and got their hats back. It's a great question for somebody over in operations there. Yeah. What percentage of people go in there, dig through, rummage through there, and just steal hats? I mean, wouldn't you feel like a true nubba-lubber if you go and search well, also, through a thousand hats for your your five-year-old hat? Well, also, let's just ice? say, for example, you're wearing your Stanley Cup hat. Oh, I ugly, can't throw that. But let's just say, say for the sake of it, okay? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get one of... Three bucks at Marshall's. Still. Well, let's just yeah, say sentimental. Let's just say because you're at a Caps game, you're wearing your Stanley Cup. Yeah, hat. yeah, sure. You throw that on the ice. There's a hundred of them. How do you know yeah. which one's yours? I don't know. Maybe you put your initials on the inside of it. Maybe you personalized I, it. You probably my, didn't. My brain can't comprehend that whole thing. Next time you go to a Caps game, whatatever that is, to wear a nub hat that I don't either, care about. Either wear a nubber or stuff a nubber into your pants or your coat pocket, your big puffy coat pocket. And then throw that one on the ice if you need to. All right, JP's arrived. I don't know what was your issue. Was there a problem on sixty six? No, two seventy. You know what? I I, I got behind a convoy of uh, snow plows, <laughs> and so it was going about five or ten miles an hour. And then it was just way worse than I expected. I kind of snoozed on it when I went when I when I last checked the weather. They said it was going to start snowing at five, and I think I heard you guys coming talking about it coming in. You know, I left about 20 minutes early and just not enough. Yeah. It surprised me. It was me, way, and I think actually the I'm maybe a little further north than you guys. So, you know, like Frederick County was the first school mm. in Maryland to cancel. 
yesterday. And I'm a little bit closer, like in 270, you couldn't see any pavement. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the beltway was slightly better and then 66 was better. It was like the closer I got to DC, the roads were better. But out where I live in Gaithersburg, it was a bit of an Are you pretty show. much trapped? I got to think about this. Probably not. Are you pretty much trapped by 270 out there? Because Are there other alternate routes you can get to the beltway if you don't take 270 where you live? I mean, I guess if I took the ICC all the way to 95. Could do that. But ICC I got to basically do 270 to the beltway. Are there, there's not like Clopper Road or something, or you know what I mean? Some well, other yeah, I'm road. sure I could go Falls Road or something, but those roads would be worse. They would those be roads worse, wouldn't be they, treated. Just, I'm just saying, because like, you know how I always, whenever you're stuck in that Northern Virginia traffic and you're trying to find an okie doke around, like there's really no right. okie doke. You're trying to find like Georgetown Coming home Pike. from Virginia, yeah. yeah like the, you, you're pretty much doomed. Yeah. Also, I will, I will tell you that I, I think in my haze, we had uh, – Jess's aunt and cousin stay with us for a few days, and they actually left to drive the the cousin. He's a maniac. He was going to drive because he wanted to beat the snow. He left at like 1030 to drive all the way to Cape Cod. Oh. So he was just going to drive through the night. Well, that, he he had no problem. The night. that seems like But insanity. they left around 10 or 1030. So I got to bed late, and I think I hit snooze mm. this morning because I wasn't thinking about the snow part. And then... You go outside and you're like, oh, yeah. it's on. Yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong. And then just going to drive 10, 15 miles What are they saying? The weather's supposed to be the rest of the day. Is it going to warm up and go away? Because it's like I don't think it's going to warm up until like Tuesday. brutally cold over the weekend. Oh, it is? Yeah. I'm going to be doing the polar plunge emceeing outside oh. for like two hours <laughs> until I jump in the pool. Oh, man. that's Polar plunge at the Mosaic. I think they've raised over $50,000 for Special Olympics already. Yeah. So come on out to the Mosaic. Is that Maryfield or Fairfax? I should know exactly, but Maryfield. Um, yeah. Man, All that's right. gonna that's gonna be a cold plunge. Oh, it's gonna be so cold. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be like I think Saturday, like the highs are gonna be like in the high twenties, low thirties. I went the to highs. But next uh, week's supposed to warm up though. Yeah, like next Friday's gonna be like sixty degrees. Oh. I went to Lowe's. Golf course is gonna be packed. <laughs> I went to Lowe's last night, but a little too late. Yeah. When I walked in You're looking for salt. Yes. The guy looked at me and he goes we just ran out of salt. Yeah. <laughs> That's like going and trying to find a sled. You're not going to find a sled. Yeah, and the guy, there was Good another luck. guy with his kid. He goes, yeah. do you got any sleds? Yeah, I mean, you and he's like, we still have a couple sleds left. And yeah, I mean, you can't wait until it's actually snowing to go get a sled. Once you see the report of snow, if you don't have a sled, you better get out to Target or the hardware store or you're boned. They're, gonna, they're just going to go so fast. Yeah. They're going to get sold out. Although it seemed like the snow was kind of that puffy snow. I don't know yeah. if that's good I know. That's why snow. when I looked at it this morning, I thought, oh, this is not going to really be much. It's like kind of poofy. You know, it didn't seem like a significant. Yeah, it was hard it to get off the car. Then it started stick, sticking. But the roads were pretty bad. <laughs> my road was butt empty <laughs> when I woke up. I thought well, we were in the clear. Oh, really? That's what I thought. Oh, then, mine was not. <laughs> no, but then 30 minutes later, when I opened my garage door, yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden it started to get covered. He hit, his, he hit his snooze button while he was still awake. He snoozed on the snowball. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, outside. we live fairly close together, but I don't know if it's moving north to south, east to west, whatever know. it was. Who knows? Maybe hit my area a little bit before yours. Yeah. All right, coming up on the show today on a Friday, we have the Junks Weekend Parlay. That's at 745. John Feinstein will join us coming up at 8. I believe Bruce Gradkowski is scheduled. Drab, can you give us a time for Bruce Gradkowski? Is that confirmed? I don't think Drab's listening. Uh, He's so, a former Tamper quarterback, right? Yeah, former Steeler, and I think Steelers, former Tampa Raiders. Raiders quarterback as well. 
He's what, a good guest. What time will he be on? 820 after Feinstein. 820. So Bruce Gradkowski coming up at 820. We're the Junks. We'll be right back. Hey, it is a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Heard you guys talking about, as I walked in, the hat trick. Somebody mm-hmm. emailed us, or I don't know why mm-hmm. I said emailed, tweeted us and said, had a friend years ago toss a $45 leather hat oh. mm-hmm. because he's never that close to be able to throw it on the ice. So mm-hmm. he figured, F it, and threw it through the $45 hat. Goal ended up getting reviewed and disallowed. And he lost the hat. Oh, yes. That's a nightmare. But I'm telling you, they do a bit where they bring out a box or a wheelbarrow or yeah, something yeah. where you it's can like go in. like a big in. laundry bin type yeah, deal. you could go get your hat, but yeah. you've got to be 50 of them just like yours. Yeah. I, I, you think you're, they're just sacrificing them? I think a lot of people are. I would think. I, I feel like you're ninety five percent of the a people. A desperate person if you go down Maybe and I'm search too through cheap. A, a bunch of new era it's hats like, to find yours. Like this Cornell hat. I like this hat. I'm not throwing this thing into the freaking ice. Yeah, I know. It's it's it's. There's no way. It's a zero percent chance I would do it. Ovi could have ten goals. I'm not throwing my hat on the ice. <laughs> well, we know that ain't happening. Oh, she might. Oh, he, he <laughs> tell you what, man. It's a real struggle for my man Ovi to score goals I know this, at this point. You know, oh, she's towards the end here. It's like 36. <laughs> Excuse me. That dude still has a lot of life hey, in his game, what? man. He's whatever, scrappy. Whatever the, the witch doctor or shaman that he visited in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, <laughs> send dude. people there. Because after he came back from that visit. He's been a bona fide heater. Well, yeah. he's also on the line with, he just does with Stromer, right? Yeah. And you mentioned this yesterday when we had Dylan Strom, who scored another goal. He's yep. the leading goal scorer. But Dylan Strom <laughs> came on the show, and you mentioned in your question that all the analytics say if you're on Stromer's line, yeah. you play better. I mean, there's a reason that Carberry is sprinkling him all over the lineup, and he's plugging him in with different players. To get everybody going. He knows that he's the, he's the magic fairy dust mm-hmm. for the Capitals to get them you know, playing their but, best. But specific to Oshi, and listen, I'm a, I'm I'm a casual Caps observer. I watch the games, but not with a a, a, t- a tuned eye. I, uh, he just seems like he has so much life in him right yeah. now. Like he seems like he's moving great. Um, he's doing everything. He's getting loose pucks. It feels like he really looks like he's moving fast. Kind of surprised. Two of the three were power play goals. The third was an empty netter. But yeah. something that Carberry also was stressing. To the other players, and I saw this earlier this week on Twitter, is a lot of Oshie's goals since he's come back are the, like right Dirty. in front of the net. Yeah, right in front of the like net. They're, they're well, one of them was off of, of an Ovi shot, to right. be fair, right? right? Yep. So he got the rebound off of an Ovi shot. Ovi just can't find the back of the net. That's fine. Works the same result. You know, Still got to win. It's not fine for breaking the record. It's not fine hey, for that bit which we're wins, supposed to do. Wins are more important than individual He's records. He's going to get Every, the record. It's going to take that. him an extra year. Yeah, it's just going to take extra time. He's not retiring. I mean, there's there's no scenario, in my opinion, where Ted Leonsis is going to let him just walk away 20 or 30 goals short of the no. record. They're going to say, like, you're gonna, coming back, kid. He's going to break that record in a cap sweater. He'll, whether, he'll be completely gray. look like Santa Claus out whether there. Whether Carberry is still the coach or if, if uh, the Caps have moved on to the next coach, hopefully that's not the case. I'm guessing Ted is just going to walk into whoever the coach is and tell them Ovi's on the team. Like You still have to keep trotting out Ovi. Like, do everything else you want to do coaching-wise, mm-hmm. but Ovi is still going to be part of this team. Yeah. I would guess would he be kind barring of the, an, the barring a catastrophic injury, he's going to get the record. It's I mean, just a he, matter of minutes. He may take, a, break might take like longer. Twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven. I'm not longer. so sure. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. 
These hockey guys, man, some of the guys play in their early 40s. It's true, but if you're one of the best ever, mm-hmm. and he's one of the best ever, and you're scoring 10 goals a season. It doesn't matter. He, and he's of, accustomed to scoring 50. He it, he might call it quits. I doubt it. He's still, like as of a, two or three days ago, last time I checked, he was leading the team in points. So, I mean, he's still right there. It's not like he's not contributing. He's piling up some assist numbers. So, it's not like you could say, oh, Ovi is just, we're doing charity for him. Guy, I know, but if this is a decline, years, one would guess yeah, but he's that adapting. next year he'll be even slower. And then the year after it'd be even slower. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, he's still leading the team in points. So we're all trashing him. He was as of three or four days ago. I don't know that we're trashing him. Just kind of trashing Strom him. leads now with 28. But he's he's up there because he has a lot he's of second. assists. Uh, to pull up the I mean, stats. as of three or four days ago, he was one. Uh, he is, let's see, he's tied with Strom, both the 28. Right. Got 20, I'm 20 team helpers. Ovi. I feel like JP, I might be wrong, doesn't want Ovi to break. Only, <laughs> only, only just he's to like, embarrass Cakes. He's like taking glee out of it. <laughs> no, I think it's only to embarrass Cakes. I, yeah, we, it's I'm just comical. Too, but, but I'm there's with, a million ways to embarrass I'm with Cakes. Don, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm with John DePompa. I just thought it was Cakes funny. Jinxed Ovi. Yeah, but look, just if you just have an unbiased, Actual analysis, he is slowing down, and some guys pull the plug on themselves when they are the best ever. And I'll then, just be stunned if he does. That. Yeah, I, I would side with Barry you, Sanders. I'll be stunned. I would generally side beyond. Like that. if you had to bet, I think the odds are that he would continue on yeah. and he'll play. But we all projected it as being next season. Well, it's not going to be next. My season. guess is when you include the the KSL or whatever they call that KHL, he's going to play till he's fifty. This dude's not shutting it down. He is a hockey guy. He loves freaking hockey. He's gonna. He's gonna. And this is from talking to like Joe B and Locker and these guys. He's gonna get his record here, and then he's gonna go over to KHL and, and play a few Probably years get paid there. Fifty million a season. Yeah. By some he, this guy, ain't, he ain't stopping for anytime soon. Look, he scored hockey a bunch lifer. of goals last year. Right. And we had Locker on this week, I believe, and he said that he before the season he projected him at over forty goals. Mm-hmm. And he's just slowed down significantly. I mean, he'd be lucky to get to twenty at this at this pace. Need him to go on a what heater. Does he have like eight. He's got eight. Yeah, whatever. I think he'll get a few. I'm not super worried about it. They're at the halfway point, just about like, right. Three months ago, I was zero percent worried about him. Re- I I was the most convinced that he would break the record. I know. Like now his, a little bit of doubt has crept in, but I still think he's going to break. You, it. Were, you, were you more confident in him or the, the skins beating Tommy DeVito? Same amount of confidence. Oh no, no, no! I was way more convinced that that Ovi would break the record. The skins yeah. beating Tommy DeVito. You're yeah. pretty confident about that. I mean, I was pretty confident. You yeah, said it was I physically was. impossible for Tommy yeah. DeVito to win. Yeah. yeah. That's the Marinara bath. Yeah. All right, real quick. It's kind of it's kind of like an open line Friday. It's one of those days. Probably nobody on the road. Edward, what's up, buddy? Y'all with the jokes. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, it is going to be an open live Friday with me on the line. Look, y'all talking about the snow and stuff. So I'm from the DMV. I'm from Maryland, born and raised. Mm-hmm. I live in Connecticut. So two different areas, regions. Mm-hmm. Don't come up here driving then if you think that that little bit of snow that's falling back home is enough. People don't slow down up here if it's raining, snowing, sleet, <laughs> hail. They can Do they the treat the roads better, though? I'm assuming they treat the roads a little better. No, okay. Side roads up here, like the other day, we got uh, that little storm you guys had got. It dropped maybe two or three inches up here. Mm-hmm. 
but it was also like freezing rain and ice right after, which is the worst when it snows. I'd rather just get all snow and no ice or just give me ice, no snow. I don't want both. By the time I looked outside, it was at, like during the day and at night, the roads were treacherous. They were bad as side roads. Now, the highway, they clear. They always mm-hmm. keep those clear up here. So, yes, they're better at it. Right. D.C., Maryland, Virginia are horrible. Right. But what I'm saying is they, they do like 95 in the snow up here. They don't slow down. That's why there's so many deadly accidents. For example, <laughs> I work at a news station. The day that it snowed, we had several accidents even after people were told to stay inside. Why are you going out? <laughs> Well, I witnessed two on my way to work. There was one on 270, and there was one on 66. It was on the other side, like, like, ding, but ding there was a car completely sideways. Ding-dongs need to stay in the house. If you don't have to go out, don't. I'm going to give you a prime example. My best friend's a teacher. She had already had Monday off, had Tuesday off, a half a day Wednesday, worked a full day on Thursday, and had the day off before it even started snowing today. She mm. worked a day and a half this week. It's quite a week. That's got to be the best schedule. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good Kids schedule. in school this week. Sounds on one like day. schedule. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Can, can you explain this to me? So I got on 270, and the best lane was all the way to the left where there was, you know, like a little track. Mm-hmm. And so I get in that, and on the far right way ahead of me, I could see the convoy of snowplows. They weren't in the highway but as i was progressing they started moving over so i got blocked behind basically like a v of these snow plows so the snow plows they didn't have the blade down oh. they were just dropping the salt salt's critical no, they were though. getting overtime they were getting overtime why didn't they have the blades down to clear the roads i don't know i think uh, the salt is I'm almost more different important way that they do it up here in connecticut in connecticut because i live right next to um I-91. I'm not sure if you guys have been up here before. Never but 91, I've been, been up there. Of course I have. Okay. So you know, if I don't know if you've been up here when it snows. Bad idea if you want to come. But I would tell you this. They put two or three plows, like, right behind each other mm-hmm. so that nobody, like, JP, what happened to you this morning? Yes. So, like, nobody can pass them. Correct. But at least it's three of them behind each other so you're not trying to, like, get past them or – fight to get past them, you're not going to be able to fight it. So if you're out there, you're stuck unless you're going to be an idiot and back up on the highway. Like, that's why I said people just need to learn. Stay inside of this bad weather. You just know you need to go out. Go get your stuff the night before. Um, if you don't get it, that's your problem. The weather people tell you, I know they lie sometimes. I work with them. <laughs> but you work at a TV I, station? Yes, I, I'm a news producer at a TV station. I work overnight. Mm. So, like, that's no you guys are getting. We're going to get in the next two hours. Gotcha, gotcha. But no, right, there was a, the, the, the convoy trucks. There was one like ram truck that I saw that was going crazy. That somehow weaved their way all the way from the left lane through these snow plows to the right lane. But then they were just going in snow that hadn't been touched at all. Like Can probably I tell the you shoulder. A pet peeve of I, uh, pet peeve, and I want to go to AJ real quick. A pet peeve I have driving. Now, this happened to me, I think, two days ago. So this is not snow-related. But I was on the Beltway with my daughter. I was going to visit my mom. I was going 75 and a 55, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Standard. I was in the left lane. <laughs> Shouldn't okay. get pulled over for that. Standard. Yep. I wasn't pulled over. <laughs> but there was a guy on my ass for, like, five minutes, and he was insisting that I – pull over for him so he could race up into me and go five more yards and then just hit the next car and then make that guy move <laughs> right. and then make that guy move and then we and i'm just and I, my stubbornness was kicking like literally this guy was 
two feet behind my car. You know, I'm going 75 miles an hour, and he's really trying to push me to get over. Like, what is the psychology behind these guys? I, I They're don't just understand. probably going to do as much weaving as possible. I, I know. But what is, what is their thing? Like, I'm going 20 miles over the speed limit. And, by the way, there's a car five feet in front of me. What, what kind of car did, was the person it, behind you I, driving? It, it actually was some sort of bizarre mini, mini, minivan. It was a weird <laughs> car. It wasn't like it was a little, like the guy was doing some, like. Uh, it was a cakes van. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like, yeah. It wasn't like the guy was doing something where he was going from D.C. to San Francisco. You know, some, what do they call those things? Like cannonball run. It wasn't some cannonball <laughs> run thing. Were you in the leftmost lane? I was. But literally, yeah. there's a car five feet in front of me. There was an army I, of us. I mean, I hate Where's tailgaters. I wish they would all get in accidents. Not with me, I know. of course. But do you know how tempted I was lane, to slam on my brakes? Oh, well, then you're just going to cause a massive <laughs> yeah. ten-car pile. Just to scare the guy. <laughs> just to scare the guy. Do the stop. Well, short you'd bit. also get rear-ended. I know, and I was in the new silly, so I didn't. I didn't do it. <laughs> but believe me, I, I, I thought about it. You know what? The next car should come out with something on the back that you can like spray on the car behind you. Yeah, some like sort of speed racer thing or something. Yeah, but you know, Spy Hunter, I believe. Yeah, yeah. but you know, if you drop, your, drop an put oil your slick um, on them. No, no, put your uh, windshield uh, washers on. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the spray. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. And it gets on the back of there. Just start throwing the bananas up the <laughs> yeah. back of my car. No, turtle shells. You're right. in Mario Kart. All, all right, if sudden. you want to chime in, 800 636 1067. It is a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. It is a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Later in the show, we'll get into all the weekend matchups. Also, we'll get into the Twitter beef that has continued between Jay Gruden and RG3, rehashing 2015. It definitely escalated last night. Yeah. Well, there are tweets. Hate, there are deleted I'm getting, tweets. I hate all this stuff. <laughs> There's former teammates oh, chiming yeah. in. I don't even know whether to believe. Somebody just tweeted us at Junks Radio. A supposed I've conversation. I've page RG three and his, his, yeah. all his beefs, but we'll, we'll get into it. At well, somebody tweeted a supposed conversation between Gruden and DJ Swearinger from back in the day. Yeah, well, which, DJ definitely didn't like Gruden. Yeah, and then Gruden was coming at him, but it, I don't even know if it's a real text conversation. I don't know whether no, that there one was, was a real beef back there with them. Those two, I remember that. So we'll get into that coming up in the next hour. Correct. The only thing I'll say is with, between Beamich and, and Jay, I'm neutral on this one. And probably everything else, right. I'm Team Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Team I'm Gruden. Team Jay on the truth of RG3 not being good enough. I'm also Team and Jay. Kirk being better. He's funnier. He's more self-deprecating. He's- yeah, yeah, I'll give you all that. But I don't know that what RG3 initially did with the glasses, I don't think that was totally unfair. He was just saying, you know. He he probably took some shots and blitzes just like Jalen Hurts did. Now, did he need to insert glasses? himself? I don't even know if I know what you're talking about. When Jay Gruden first put out the tweet, which started this all, oh, it, it was referencing Jalen Hurts being right, blitzed right. and taking hits. You're talking about Robert's meme and or whatever. And Robert shot back a picture of himself like, like this. Like, what are you talking about? And because he took shots too. And then Jay fired back and then it you know it escalated. Yeah, but my guess is Jay was more accurate that he was dr- yeah, yeah, like but, protection schemes were very okay, important. Okay, but to I'm them. sure that there were plenty of times when the protection schemes did fail RG3. I'm he took sure a they, ton of sacks. I'm sure a lot they of that failed. was probably on him. I remember bringing up at the time RG3 basically took double the sacks that the other quarterbacks right. who were competing for the job. I, I I'm team Jay. They, their staff was plenty prepared. And 
pl- plenty good enough. It's like going through a bitter bitter divorce proceedings. <laughs> both both sides just uh, no. it's not amicable. Robert like doesn't accept responsibility for his uh, below expectations career. Right. Robert's got to accept responsibility. Both of for them that. had below expectations careers. Jay Gruden had a below expectations career as a head coach. Maybe he failed. Maybe, but Jay Jay's a long time. I know you coach, like him. I like him coach. too. But he was yeah. a bad coach here. He was. A, he had good years. A couple good years. He had two semi decent years. I, I I would just say that they, he didn't have good years. I, they I had just, no listen, playoff I, success. I'm Team Jay, dude. Did I don't Jay know have a playoff you. win? I don't believe he even had one playoff win. Jay Jay was honest. Robert, I don't think he's necessarily being honest with himself. I'll agree with you there, but let's not sugarcoat Jay's tenure as the coach. I think Jay was it was disappointing that we didn't win more games, for sure. But I I don't think Jay is a bad coach. I'm I'm Team Jay. <laughs> Sorry. The fact that they hired him today, I'd be thrilled. It'd be the greatest thing for me. Oh, I wouldn't be thrilled. He's an offensive guy, Cakes. He'll, yeah. he'll, 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 he'll scheme up. Remember, he schemed up some offense. He could scheme up offense. He was he was okay. I mean, he's nothing great, in my right. opinion. Right. All right, let's go real quick. Let's go to AJ in D.C. AJ, what's up? What's up, fellas? Top of the morning. How what's y'all up? feeling? Good, man. man. How what's up, AJ? Right. AJ, where are you calling? Are you actually in D.C.? No, nah, no. Nah, don't get on my line, uh, Beku. I just got to Laurel. Man, man. Oh. Not from Laurel, from D.C. Just got here. I work here. <laughs> what? Hold on. The so the only way. thing that you could do in Laurel possibly is work at a porn store. Like what? Nah, nah, nah. Your, your nah, file is nah, so nah, outdated. Nah, just, <laughs> like, what is there to do in Laurel? Do you work at like nah, uh, just, strip plaza or something? Maybe he nah, works for nah, the Department of Agriculture. There's an Department of Agriculture. Isn't that like in Laurel guys. or Beltsville? Maybe Beltsville. <laughs> what do you do, AJ? Yeah, that's like that's like that's like in Beltsville that uh, agricultural park. Right. Okay. Yeah, I drive tractor. I drive tractor trailers. I talked to y'all over the years. Um, back in 2010, I called you guys. It was a slow morning like this, and I was out doing snow plow. Okay, you drive a tractor anyway, trailer. Okay, so there must be some. Yeah. Lot anyway, or I um. I gotcha. Yeah. No. Nah, um. Like I said, I live in DC. I li- I li- I left from Navy Yard area. That's where I live. Little bit of a show about coming down 295. As soon as I got 295 North here in the Laurel, of course. As soon as I got to about I say like the Hydesville exit, mm-hmm. S show. Everybody, Christmas lights everywhere. Everybody stopped. Took me a thirty minute trip to get to work. Just took, I just literally got here. That's why I'm glad you got. How long did it take to get to my car? Took two hours. Thirty well, minutes. Isn't it true? Hours. In your opinion, in my opinion, anyway, the BW Parkway is one of the worst roads, major roads in this area. I take that road every day. And, and hate it. It is a poop show road. They don't update it. They don't keep it clean. Uh, the road no. is just potholes, and it's just like it's remember, it's terrible. Remember, road. What was that? What was that about? Was that last year or two years ago? I'm sorry about my time, man. Remember, we had a uh, little light uh, when they didn't pre-treat the roads and everything. Yeah, That's yeah. Exactly how it is. Yeah. That's exactly how. So it's it, it seems like when the sun comes up, if it doesn't warm up, it's going to be ice everywhere. Yeah. Hey, AJ, let me answer your question. I saw. So you know, I, I'm always amazed by you guys. That, do you drive one of those real track, like those big ass trucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Optimus Prime. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Evie doesn't get that. I don't reference. get the reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like a real yeah, track yeah, yeah. wheel, like an 18 wheel. You drive one of those? Yes, sir. Yes, do you sir, get nervous, yeah. like when just you like drive? Your, just like your cousin. 
Right, by, like, by uh, Rhonda. Rhonda? Like, Rhonda? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rhonda. Rhonda's retired, by the way. But um, oh, she did. Oh, okay. She had to retire. She had injuries, uh, and you know. Hey, my my guess is Laurel is uh, king of the lot lizards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe well, it is. I, I never. I know. Once I get once I get to work and I jump on my truck, I'm on the road all day. He's I'm, a professional. You don't, do you go uh, from? Do you do like my my cousin Rhonda would do cross country trips? Do you do that kind of yeah, thing? No, no. I did that back in the day. I'm just a local driver, so I, I I leave from Laurel. The furthest I might go, I might go out Manassas, or I might go up uh, maybe to York, Pennsylvania. I think or, in the biz, kind of that, that might be called. He can correct me if I'm wrong. Short haul trucker, sh- short haul guy. Yeah, yeah. We short haul uh, local. Yeah, same difference, Kate. Nice. All right, hold on, but AJ, let me ask you a question. So, like, we have a lot of like 18 wheelers, you know, making package deliveries and everything here in D.C., and I'm just stunned at their nonchalance when they take these turns. Yeah. Like, aren't you scared you're just wiping out, like, three cars when you – or are you just so good I mean, it, at it, it doesn't even that, phase that, you? It, it's that part. It's that part. It's that part. When you see – nine times out of ten, when you see a driver driving like that, he, he has the experience. He knows what he's doing. He knows his truck. You know, he knows the ins and outs. So that's just experience. How long does it take you to get that experience? He's good I, at I it. I could never do it. Well, I've been driving since uh, 2011, and it's just once you do it every day, it's just like, you know, you guys doing your radio show. How many accidents have you had in your 13 years? None. None whatsoever. How many many cars have you clipped a little bit and you just kept going? (laughs) None whatsoever. Cars have clipped me. Cars have clipped me. Like, you know, you you got those a-hole drivers. You You know how hard it is um, to do that? I know. To me, that seems like brain surgery. Like I don't know how you like navigate the navy yard in an eighteen wheeler. Like I heard, I heard. No, I'm not. I'm not. Le- I'm not leaving the navy yard. In He's taking a car. I understand. I'm just saying. Like yeah, the example, the I encounter tractor trailers here all the time. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And that that's. I mean, like I said, that that city driving that comes with experience too. The only thing about city driving and us tractor trailer drivers, yeah. we don't like to go like to New York and New Jersey. Because every turn in the city has a low bridge, and it's hard to get in and get oh. out. So besides that, if as long as there's no bridges in the city, truckers normally have no problems. Yeah, do you? How do you know that you're not going to encounter something that's going to clip you or something? I mean, like, how many low He's got to, low he's got to read the, the signs, the local low, low, yeah, uh, bridge yeah. clearance. What do you do? Just stop? Like, what do I you don't do? Know. It's a good question. I don't normally, know. Normally, this, normally the city, like, if you're coming down, it just happened to me two days ago. If you're coming down the road, they'll give you like a five mile warning so you can make soon as you can make your turn. So I'll track the trailers there. The height, the height limit is thirteen feet six inches. So they'll give they'll put on the side and you'll start noticing this as you drive. It'll say thirteen two, four miles ahead, or thirteen five, four miles ahead, and that's that'll give us the clue that oh now right. we need to turn and get off this road. Yeah, you can't <laughs> snooze on those signs. Right. You're in oh, real trouble. Man. I, I I could never do your no, job. No. You're wet. By the way, what is a guy with 15 years experience like you, roughly? What what can you make driving a tractor trailer? Oh, uh, that all depends on the company. If you working as an owner operator for yourself, or like me, I'm a company man, so I'm pulling in roughly about. If I work six days a week, uh, half a day on Saturday, I include that six days a week. I'm bringing in about 90 grand. Wow, nice, Pretty good for you, good deal, pretty good. Hey, hey, thank you, AJ. Be safe out there, buddy. Hey, thanks, thanks, guys, man. Long time listen. I love you guys. Hey, love you too, man. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much. Coming up next on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer, we'll talk to our pal Kevin McCarthy on the movies. Don't go anywhere. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Chuck is coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go. Listen to us wherever you are with that Odyssey app. It's fantastic. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. I'm JP, joined by Johnny Cakes Auville and mm-hmm. Eric Bickle. Quick update on my uh, pink eye. Huh, yes. Doctor told Jess it's not pink eye. Oh, really? Don't know what it is. Mm. Now, she has like two eyes that are bloodshot. Mine's like on the road to recovery. Mm. But I guess we have some different form of conjunctivitis. Unnamed I don't know. eye affliction going on over there. Mm. Yeah. All right. Kevin McCarthy joins us every Friday at this time. Our entertainment reporter for Fox 5 that does movies. And he's gotten into sports lately, especially <laughs> the NFL. What's up, Kevin? Keep sleeping Jordan Love. He's a little bit silly. I thought you were a Zach Wilson guy. Now you're a Jordan Love guy. If we asked Kevin who Jordan Love was, he couldn't have told you what sport he played. Nothing. Now he's his biggest fan. Do you know who Kevin Love is? I want to get your depths of sports fandom. No no idea. Impossible. Isn't Kevin Love a basketball player? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, was he in a movie? Was Kevin Love in a movie? Not sure. I mean, he might have been in the Space Jam reboot with know. LeBron. I have no yeah. idea. I don't think anybody saw that movie, but yeah. sure. Hey, maybe. Cakes. Hey, hey, Cakes, when you went to bed last night, was Baker Mayfield under your pillow when you were <laughs> sleeping on him last night? I always sleep on Baker Mayfield. So, yes. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. Keep sleeping. <laughs> so, you were in L.A., right, for the Critics' Choice Awards? Yeah, you know what's funny, and and all joking aside, so I've been telling you guys all season I've been watching, I've been like legit watching the NFL, and what's funny is over the years, I don't know, like over the years I've been like, you know, going to the Critics' Choice Awards, they always land, I think, around like NFL playoff or wild card weekends, and I'll never forget because every single time I go out to one of these shows, like you guys would, or somebody would joke around, like Kevin, there's football on this weekend. What do you? What do you? That's mm-hmm. nothing's more important than that. And I remember, uh, like, this was the first year that I actually felt that pressure. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was, because I, I always go to the Critics Choice Awards, and I don't, I never watched, you know, football as emotionally and and technically as I have this season in terms of like watching as many games as I have, and so. I felt it for the first time. I was like, I'm traveling this weekend. I'm like missing parts of the game. Like I was trying to watch the Eagles game and I had to go to like a bar to find the game somewhere. So 
to be honest with you, one of the cool things that I loved about watching the NFL was trying to make a time, make time to watch it around my schedule. And it was just cool to like pop into a bar and watch, you know, that Eagles game or watch, you know, watch these games this weekend. He's experiencing so. as like a 40 year old man, what we all yeah. did yeah. like when we were in high school. Who do you watch the games with? I, I, I hesitate to ask a follow-up question. But do you have some buddies that you're watching the NFL with, or is it pretty much a solo pursuit? And listen, I know you guys get Rick when I when I bring up football, and I I think I know it's understandable because I I hadn't watched it a lot prior to this season, but I watch it alone, honestly, JP. I mean, like, okay. I, like he's got nothing, I watch, I watch most games he's got alone. Nothing going it's a on. lonely pursuit. I yeah. watch most games. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my wife will walk by, but she's not into the games. Do you currently own like a dog or anything? No, it's not that I have nothing going on. I just I I think because I get travel a, dog. a lot for work. Well, no, I travel a lot for work and I watch a lot of movies. But I think how about fish? Know, get some fish. He's got to take care of him. How's he going to take care of him? He's on the road yeah, all he's the time. Out. Yeah, he would need to go like to some sort of app to have people come and feed his fish. All right, I, I I threw the softball about the Critics Choice Awards for you to talk about the Critics Choice Awards. I don't. Yeah. Do you have anything to offer there? I'm just no. upset about Nick Sirianni, man. Let's be honest. The Critics' Choice Awards has to be way down on like. I'm yeah, but isn't that where he flirted with uh, awards, Jessica no. Chastain back in the day? It was one know. of those accessible I mean, I know he award with shows. I think it's the Gold Globes. It's no, I think it was the Critics' Choice. I have some stories. I have some stories. All right, so so this particular so the Critics' Choice Awards I've been going to. Um, you know, I, it's funny. Like when I first started on y'all's show. Um, I used to watch this show, the Critics' Choice Awards, and like wish I could be there someday. Because it was mm-hmm. when you're in this room, and I've said this before in your show, it's it's almost an outer body surreal experience. Like one minute, you're that now, nerd. I'm gonna mention like you know like like one minute you're walking by Robert De Niro, and the next minute you're walking by Billie Eilish or Dua Lipa, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like it's crazy. It's I get how it. In, insane it is and like honestly like to, like the older i get the more introverted i've become i used to be really really extroverted i was like really, like outgoing like like walking up to everybody and like mm-hmm. you know that's kind of how i got on your show i walked up to jp one day and and so now i just kind of like sit in that room and kind of just take it all in so like I end up in the weirdest circumstances. Like at one point I went out for a commercial break and I was waiting in line with Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. And so like DiCaprio and I are just like, it's just him and I waiting on this like staircase. Does he recognize you? Did from you have interview? your ticket stub because you had just done the ticket stub bit with him <laughs> so, about his career arc with Martin Scorsese? So here's the thing. Like one of the things that I've learned over the years is really how to read people. <laughs> Um, and mm-hmm. in the sense of like knowing when and when not to go up to somebody. And in that situation, like DiCaprio is like, like, how, how can I explain it? You like, you, you're leaving, you leave the show during a commercial break and they have like, cause you're at an airport hangar mm-hmm. called the Barker hangar and outside the, the actual show are like RV setups of like bathrooms that they've like wheeled, that they've driven in for the show itself. And so you have to wait kind of on a staircase to enter the bathrooms and so i go out there and yeah dicaprio is just chilling the coolest part of, I didn't so did he recognize you remember you or no no so he so here's how it works like when you walk up he's already facing the bathroom right. the dude the, he didn't dude bother him the, the the answer is he didn't want to bother him so he didn't talk you. right and so but i'm standing there and i'm i'm about to to, to answer your question i was gonna say something and i and, and the read of it was 
It's not the time. Not the time. And then all of a sudden, Jesse Jesse Plemons walks out of the I don't know who that is. Jesse Plemons is his co-star from Killers of the Flower Moon. Don't know that. He was in Breaking Bad. You don't know that. Matt Damon. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so he's been in a bunch of movies. You might recognize him. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Fat Matt Damon from what? That no, he looks like Matt Damon, but he's a little chubbier. He's actually he's actually super skinny um, now. Um, he, I think he was heavier for a while for a role. Um, but no, but the, so that's the kind of circumstance I'm talking about. Like he, so they were in a movie together. So Jesse Plemons walks out of the door. They make a joke and hug it out or whatever. And then like and then you know they they, they say hello to each other and then, and then you know we we enter the bathroom and then like a normal thing and then leave. So it was just kind of like a like that's how weird it is. And so like at one point like I'm talking to Robert Downey Jr. in the same area but before the show. Big time. Uh, I'm telling you it is it's actually I'm not going to lie to you it's actually stressful. Uh, and it sounds crazy for people like think oh you're around all these celebrities it must be amazing. It's actually very nerve-wracking. I I think of Howard Stern a lot because like think Stern talks a lot about like anxiety and like things like that and like how, how he hates having like big people over his house because he doesn't know how to talk to people sometimes that's kind of how i'm getting like i don't really i don't know how to approach people like that i now. think the better i think the better move it. is just avoid them right just give them their space you don't have to have that conversation just yeah. but he gets nerd just tears not. by being there so you didn't really um what were your takeaways i know that succession won a bunch of awards for tv i saw karen culkin a win. Yeah. I, I get confused. I think he probably won Critics Choice and Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, like, like I'm so in during the show. I'm sitting. I'm sitting right behind Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. So, like, they're basically my seatmates. Like, they're, they're like I could reach out my arm and and, and grab uh, Meg Ryan's seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm in this area. And the cool part about where I was sitting, JP, is like a lot of the people who were nominated that were either winning and or on camera prior to the nomination were being shown in my area. So like Robert Downey Jr. was probably, I don't know, 10 feet from my, from me and John, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. So are you you like during commercial breaks, like taking pictures and all that? I used to. And that was the thing is like, I used to, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is probably the 10th show I've been to. And so it's funny, like now that I'm, talking about it. I'm like oh I should have walked around and mm-hmm. taken more photos but I don't know it, it, it's kind of I just kind of wanted to be a part of the room I mean I, I'm a critic I've, I've been a critics choice member for years I'm a voting member um, I'm not trying to sound like I'm jaded I'm not trying to sound like I don't I didn't care it's more of like I just wanted to be in the room and part of it and so it's like it's good it's like good for you sounds like you matured like, a little bit well like at one point I'm sitting in my seat the cool part about it is people come people see you that that you know, because everyone's walking around taking photos, and everyone's you know asking. Nobody came up to you and asked for a photo. <laughs> no, no, actually, a couple, two, two people did that. Watched my stuff, but there was that was a whole situation. Okay. But like at one point, Tom Holland, who right. played Spider Man, clocked me from you know a, a, a you know a couple tables away and came over and, and like we like hugged and then he left. What do you mean so, like, clocked Tom, you? Tom Holland came over to Kevin. Clocked me, meaning that like so. He, uh, I'll, I've never heard that. What happened was he was getting clocked. Means like, um, like they see you, like and and then yeah, I don't know. Isn't am I, maybe I'm using the wrong. He term. spotted you. I've never and heard came that over. term ever. But that, hey, because when I hear clocked, it's like yeah, you knock you. somebody out. Yeah, I thought he like hit you on the back <laughs> of the head or something. 
Oh no. Okay, I'm sorry. I used the wrong word. But but long story short, like I he was getting up to leave, and then I think we we caught each other's eyes because I've interviewed him since he was a kid for that movie The Impossible. Came out like I don't know, probably ten or eleven years yeah. ago. And so sometimes when you when you get these actors at a younger age, they specifically will remember you and your their, their whole career. So like it was just it was very brief. So he was, just came up and said, "Hey, Kevin, how are you?" He didn't even say my name. It, like he, he, it's like he saw me. He goes like, "Hey, what's up?" And then we walked towards each other, hugged, and then left. It was very, like, it was very it's weird. You guys bit. had a nice moment. The weird it's bit. Good. I mean, he's seen the guy. No, you know, sounds like that guy. Sounds like he's times. a decent guy. No, no, yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like, yeah. that's how casual it was. Like, oh, Tom yeah. Holland's a super nice dude. It's like, and but you have to think about like Tom Holland. Like, I've watched him go from like a kid who wasn't like super famous to now. He's everywhere in the news, and like you know, him the connection he has now with Zendaya, it's kind of blown him up into a a, a fame level, and especially with the Marvel stuff and playing Spider Man, that I can tell that he that you know it, it's a lot for someone, especially that age, to take that much fame at once. So I don't know, I, I, like you start to understand why people are the way they are, and that's kind of, of how I do my interviews. Like I, I start to learn like how a person wants to talk it took me i don't know five times to figure harrison ford out like i took like my first five harrison ford interviews were just not good he seems kind of grumpy he seems like a crusty grumpy guy what's the yeah, show he, he does right now it's pretty good it's on apple tv oh, with uh jason siegel yeah jason siegel can't think yeah, of shrinking there. shrinking that's yeah, it shrinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were there it was it was a good show oppenheimer won everything so it, it, it you know i was happy all so. right so we have Kevin McCarthy on to talk movies. You haven't talked any movies other than you just made an Oppenheimer reference. I was told that there's two movies the junkies might be interested in. Tell us about American Fiction and Zone of Interest. All right, guys. The Zone of Interest, I don't even know where to begin with this. Um, this is one of the most important films I've seen just because of the perspective it gives on the situation. But it's also the, one of the most disturbing and I will never see it again. Um, but it's one of the best films I've seen in a long time. Um, and I, the plot line for this is, is horrifying. So the, the entire movie takes place from the subjective view of a family, of a Nazi commandant and his family, his wife and his kids, who live in a house outside the walls of Auschwitz. And it's during World War II, obviously, and so... The, the the thing that makes the movie so disturbing is they they put you in this house with this family who is having like the the family is like like the kids are being raised the father's reading books to his kids at night before he goes before they go to bed the father and mother are having arguments and then outside their walls you can hear people screaming and like and 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 whatever you know all the horrible gunshots furnaces all of that. It's terrible. So, like, you'll you'll have the family in, in their garden, and then on the other side of the garden, like, you're dealing with some of the, m the most horrific things that have ever happened in our history. And I think the, the point of the film was to put you – and, like, this is the crazy part about it. Like, imagine, like, being within a family's home, and you're listening to the conversations that are surrounding the most – one of the most horrific things that's ever happened in our history. So like at one point, like the, the commandant has to switch locations and he's arguing with his wife about having to move to do a different job. 
but within the World War II and Holocaust aspect of the story. And it's so deeply disturbing, but also so interesting to kind of just be in that perspective. What makes it so disturbing is they never they never show you, they, you never enter the camp. Um, you are on this side the whole time. And I think that subjective storytelling is so, I, I just never seen anything like that. Hey, like, Kevin, hold on. Unless that, I'm a donk, I think it's commandant. So yes. you don't sound like a donk going forward instead of saying commandant. commandant. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, no, no, it's I, fine. It's, I just, I'm, no, no. Just, I'm just pointing that out. All right, so what no, is I'm your not, rating there? You give it a five? And thank you for clearing that up. Sure. I, I, like, uh, and I, I sometimes like I, I'll have a brain fart and say and say a word the wrong way. So I'm say no, thank you because no I know worries. that someone, someone's going to send me a mean comment. It's say, all good. You're an idiot. So you said the word wrong. Thank What's your rating, um, Kevin? Movies a five out of five. Ooh, five yeah. out of five. All right. Quickly give us uh, the the lowdown on American Fiction. You know what? Start with your rating. What did you give American Fiction? Uh, four and a half. Um, all right. Tell us about is, it. Jeffrey Wright. So this is a this is a really really great film. So Jeffrey Wright basically plays an author um, who's uh, who's essentially, and this is what they what he's told in the book. He's a published. He's an author who's trying to write a book, and the publishing company is essentially saying, "No, we want you to write a black book." And Jeffrey Wright's character is like, "No, I am an author, and I am black, and this is the story that I want to tell." And the the movie focuses around the idea of the publishers trying to write, trying to get him to write a quote-unquote stereotypical black book. And so one day he ends up just jokingly writing something that falls into that category. The publishers end up weirdly liking it, and they publish it, and it becomes a number one bestseller. And the problem is, is that he was writing it ironically, not seriously. And so the, the movie centers around this story of an author who essentially wrote a book that he didn't want to write. He wrote it as a joke that became a huge popular book, ironically. And it's also about his family life and the storyline behind the scenes. And Jeffrey Wright is incredible. DC guy, by the way. Yeah. I'm telling you, this movie is great. It's funny. It touches on a lot of interesting topics about the way media portrays certain stories, specifically black stories, because like, that's the point of the film. He's like, I don't want to write about the things that you think that we should be writing about in terms of the stereotypical stories about black stories. That's what Jeffrey Wright's character's point is. And he's like, no, I want to write about the stories that I'm telling and I'm, and I'm black and I'm an author. That's, that's what I'm giving you. All right, and so, so I think that's kind of the, the, it's a great film and I'm speaking from Wright's perspective and his character's perspective, but it's fantastic. It's so four, four and, and a half for yeah. American fiction, five for zone of interest. Kevin, yeah. enjoy the games. You've got Ravens Texans at four thirty tomorrow. That leads it off. Yeah, you guys. Uh, oh yeah, cakes. Is CJ Stroud under under your pillow as well? You sleeping on him? <laughs> I or, don't or, sleep on CJ Stroud's silliness. <laughs> I know he's silly. All right, Kevin. Sleep. Have a good weekend, sleep buddy. On Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. <laughs> that that guy. Is, he's he's working on sports. He's quit kind of the papa, papa, papa yeah, bits God. yeah, and all those bits, which I'd rather, I'd rather you go back to 20 that. years then, now. It's the NFL. Talk bit. about sleeping on Baker Mays. Shoot a jumper. I forget what else. Throw a like football. Tennis. I think we didn't play yeah. tennis. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we're going to get into the Twitter beef between Jay Gruden and RG3. It has continued 
That's next here on The Junkies. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. You can listen to us on the go on the Odyssey app. Watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. It is a football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. We'll get into... The matchups here a little bit later in the program, but you had a Twitter beef, which started earlier in the week, hmm. that extended into yesterday between Jay Gruden and RG3. Brian Mitchell got in the middle of it for a while, but the initial tweet had nothing to do with RG3 had nothing to do with the commanders. It was Jay Gruden as an analyst talking about the Eagles not protecting Jalen Hurts More and anything, not being prepared. It was Jay prepared. being a fan. Jay yeah. was just watching the games as a fan. Yeah. But I, he has insight because he's a sure. former head coach and offense coordinator and quarterback. Right. So he knows what he's talking about. And he said that Jalen Hurts was taking these hits, I'm paraphrasing now, that they weren't prepared for the blitz, mm-hmm. which – by the way, Todd Bowles is known for as a defensive coordinator as being a guy who's heavy on blitzing, and the Eagles weren't prepared. Well, then RG3 inserted himself with kind of a goofy picture, like because he because Jay threw in, I apologize if I ever put any yeah. of my quarterbacks through this. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. there's there's no way that Jay Gruden thought that this thing would mushroom cloud into what it's become at no. this point. So he probably didn't have any idea. So when he threw in that apology at the end of his analysis, RG3, in a kind of a goofy manner, took a picture of himself lowering his glasses, saying, I think he said, say what, or something like that. Um, or that was the implication. And then that started the back and forth. I'm not quite sure how Brian Mitchell got into the middle of it with Jay. I think that's a sidebar issue, but then it kind of reignited yesterday with tweets that have since been deleted. But Jay Gruden, in a nutshell, says to Robert, hey, you just weren't good enough. Kirk was better. Cleveland didn't want you. Baltimore didn't want you. And then he deleted, now, those that. He are deleted kind of, that tweet. Now, those are kind of low blows. You can say it's funny, but that's a low blow. I he went to a it was different team. Fair. I was disappointed he deleted it. I, I was actually disappointed he deleted it. I didn't think it was blow the belt because I think Robert is starting this whole thing. I mean, it was it was Robert that He's reignited picking and picking it. And picking yeah. and picking Robert, and picking Robert put out like right. a two minute long video 
Right. And tag he's a Jay tag. Gruden. So he's a tag. Jay Gruden him. really wants to talk. I'm not going to cuss the man out. I'm not going to call him outside of his name. But what I am going to do is tell you guys the truth. And the truth of the matter is there is a moment in D.C. that is vividly remembered. Jay Gruden went to a press conference and he undressed me at that press conference in a way that a coach should never undress his starting quarterback. Can you pause that for a second? He's pretty accurate there. Most coaches do not go into the detail, which Jay did in that press where he's like, he took three-step drops when it should have been a one-step drop. He took three-step drops when it should have been a five-step drop. I would argue this. Coaches don't. Coaches don't Wasn't do it that to their players. Wasn't it refreshing? No, no, I would argue that it's it's vividly remembered by RG3 and maybe by Jay Gruden. I think everybody else has gotten past it. They've gotten past like, it, but I do remember it. I remember it, made, it too, but it's it like, actually made uh, me like, like... 10 or 12 Jay. years later, like two or three people care about it. That right? may be true, but I think we'd all acknowledge coaches don't throw their players they under the bus like they that. They generally don't, but he was fed up. He It wasn't like he came out of the blue. He was fed up. Robert was underperforming. Uh, there was a lot of complaining, and it was on the heels of Robert saying, you know, Aaron Rodgers and all these guys, they, they can't play great if the guys around them don't play great. You know? I understand that, but so I'm just, I wanted to pause it there. He was kind of standing up for his guys. I wanted to pause it there because, for example, this year, Sam Howell was benched. Now, ultimately, ended up starting in every game. Mm-hmm. But Ron Rivera didn't go to the podium and started going into detail on, well, Sam threw over here, but he should have thrown over there. Sam took five steps. He should have only taken There's three no steps. There's no question that what Jay did was unusual. Absolutely. I loved it, but it was certainly unusual. You and- loved it also because by that point, you started as an RG3 fan. By that point, you were fed up. and Correct. It was fun to you. Correct. That's true. 100%. All right, you can play the rest of RG3. It was after a game, and I said in the press conference that the best players in the NFL have the guys around them play at an extremely high level. No one is out there doing it on their own. Now the the media pundits and everyone took that and said, RG3 threw his teammates under the bus. And I had to eat that for a long time because Jay didn't back me in the media the next day. He doubled down on it uh, and, and actually picked me apart in the media. But what people don't know is that the only reason I went to that press conference and said what I said to challenge my teammates through that press conference was because Jay Gruden asked me to do that. What hurt me about that was the fact that after I did that in the press conference, not only did Jay Gruden not have my back, but he actually burned me with it. He came out the next day and burned me in the media. He came out the next day in a meeting in our team meeting room and burned me in front of my own teammates. Took accountability for what I said. He was taken out of con- taken out of context and apologized to my teammates in the front of that team meeting. Now, Jay, knowing that he had asked me to do that and still went to the media and tore me down to the media, even in that room, it's the fact that he has zero self-awareness and zero integrity. Because even though he asked me to do something, he didn't have the balls to have my back. I just don't know if I buy it. I'm sure there's some <laughs> truth to it on some level. Like he maybe said, hey, hold your guys accountable, you know, but I don't know. So I got ahead of myself. So RG3 puts out the video. Then Jay starts taking the shots about RG3's right. play. His right. first response was, I believe, you really want to play this game? Right. Which apparently is a pattern because DJ Swearinger has sent out these texts. Well, this was like three if years If you believe ago. it, I know, but... I believe Jay Gruden texted him a very similar phrase if you look at it.
Well, yeah, that might was, be his go-to line. I think it was line. because DJ was complaining in the press. If you remember the the issues, uh, and Jay didn't like it. I don't know. Listen, Jay wrote to him in this. If you believe it, want to play? Let's bleeping play. Right. Right. I think Jay should have been above it all. RG3 shouldn't have inserted himself the first time. Robert created this whole thing yesterday. He went on an attack I understand that, but Jay's got to be above it. What Jay did was mild. He took shots at Cleveland and Baltimore, and then he deleted them. Shouldn't have Do I believe it. he's right that Kirk was better than RG3? It's been proven out. One guy's still in the league. That's not even debatable. And one's not. It's not even debatable. I don't even think. Listen, if somebody. Listen, I, I try to stay away from Twitter beefs, believe it or not. <laughs> um, but if someone puts out a two-minute hit video on me that the whole country's seeing, I might be snarky in my re- in my reply. And I think that's what Jay was. You're just playing golf out there. You're probably Florida. at least going to defend yourself. You're not. You're not just going to let it. Just roll off. I mean, back. maybe you can, but maybe. I actually think Jay should put the tweet back up. Right. There was nothing low blow about it. it I, I, I see. I interpret it. I think the low blow. He didn't have to throw in the Cleveland and Baltimore. It did shots. make me laugh when he took that down, and then he then he then he went back and he said, "Go race a pigeon." And yeah, that was him. hilarious. <laughs> Best tweet of the day. Of as far as I'm concerned, Jay Gruden's winning Twitter. Yeah, I mean that was that He's was a, a good, superstar. That was a good Twitter. response. That did make me chuckle. Go race another pigeon. Yeah. I, I saw with one the, of the video. comments that said, "Robert Jay's cooking you with less words and worse grammar." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 If I'm going to put a tweet out, I look at it five times to make sure there's no yeah, weird typos. Jay, is Jay just, doesn't care. Jay's got sloppy thumbs. <laughs> right, just, he's definitely just doing fires it on his yeah. yeah. But Jay, that pigeon The thing pigeon video is great. was hilarious. <laughs> I just Very put up funny. the uh, Junkies poll of the day brought to you by Van Meter Homes, and I think I know where it's going to go. Um, but it's who's siding on Team J? Clearly, EB's on Team J, J on this. or Team RG three. I think both should have been above it all after the first tweet. Of course, the first tweet, Jay was just minding his own business, making a comment about a game. Jay's innocent in all of this. Jay didn't I don't do anything think he's wrong. completely innocent at the firing back. Let the video go. So what? What did RG three say that was so bad in the video? He's just a tag. Called him a liar. He's called snake. Yeah, a backstabber. Uh, he's, he's, he attacked him pretty viciously. He didn't call him a name, but he, he, there was a character assassination. It was a two-minute character assassination. What if he was telling the truth? Still, he should have been above it. Why? Why? What, I, I don't he said, look, it's an attention grab by Robert. That's all this is, all is. It's all an attention grab by Robert. Jay's playing golf in Florida. He made a comment on a football game. He wasn't even critical of anybody. If anything, he was critical of the coaches. It was like he was criticizing a player. I don't think attention grab is isn't necessarily fair. Robert just might have those those opinions, and he and he feels like hundred percent he has those opinions, right? But he didn't have to put out a two minute attack video on Jay. Doesn't he have a regular show though? Was it part of his regular yes. show? So, yeah. Who? RG three has a regular show, oh, like I, a I, podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's RG three and the ones, something no, like not. that. And Robert so also said that Dan Snyder he alluded that Dan sexually assaulted him. Or say, I understand that I'm not on. Like, I'm actually saying I'm not on. Dream I'm not on for the book. I'm not still on Team RG three on this. Put up the book. Um, we all knew he wasn't going to come out the book. Um, I called that the first second he uttered the words. 
Well, I always knew he hadn't written the book. Like he acted like he'd already written the book. Yeah. No. Um, I'm just saying that Jay didn't have to respond back to the video. I don't blame him. I thought his response was mild. And I yeah, watched it could Will be overwhelming Compton. Huh? It could be overwhelming because Robert has a huge online presence. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It, 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 that's not necessarily Robert's right and what he's saying and Jay's wrong. But if you have enough people who are believing what you're saying, just you're just kind of overwhelming him by, by quantity. You know what I mean? I just think, yeah. I mean, I think Jay's just out there in Florida playing Ro- golf. Robert, and- Robert, has a, Robert has a platform to, to yeah. kind of squash Jay. Jay really doesn't have a platform yeah, to, just, yeah. to respond. He's not nearly as big on Twitter. Yeah. Although even, Jay is on our station. Yeah. Yeah, but I think of our station compared to ESPN. Oh, no, no, just, I, I completely agree with you there. I just, look, if I had to vote in the poll, I would be Team Jay. Yeah. However, I'm team Jay and you can this. vote at Junk's Radio. 100%. Um, I don't think he had to fire back with the low blows about Cleveland and Baltimore. He he he's tried to stay away from it, and he always tried to end everything with a little comedy. He's trying to bow out, you know. Go race another pigeon. Uh, what was the other thing he did the other day? Wow, this escalated quickly. Right, like he's not, he's the Ron just, Burgundy. Yeah, but the go race another pigeon is a it, you're mocking him taking a shot. Hundred percent. Yeah. So don't say he's acting. He's, t- he's being above it. He's not. He's getting he's down dirty, taking a, dirty, shot, taking in a shots. humorous way. Okay, a very humorous way. I love that guy. I know. <laughs> you like Jay, so he can do no wrong. When he was the coach. No, you I called him a dummy a million times. <laughs> I loved him at the podium. I said it the day he left. I said, we're going to miss this guy. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. No. That's what's happening And I always here. said no. he could cook offense, but you know, it just didn't work as a head coach. For whatever reason. You did call him a big dummy a million times. Yes. <laughs> I call everybody Look, they lost a ton of games. That's the reality. He had... I'm Team Jay on this. You can't convince he had me two otherwise. Non-losing seasons. One was a nine and seven. Self-deprecating guy. His personality greater than Robert's narcissism. Sorry, I don't. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with you there. Robert has to get over it at some point. Yeah, at some point he's got to process it and move past it. All right, right. we can take some of your calls if you want to chime in. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. It is a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. Talking about this Twitter beef between. Jay Gruden and RG3, where we're basically relitigating something that happened <laughs> 10 seasons ago. I mean, we're, we're two regimes past this at, at this point. Uh, Newport it's, Zeke. Seems weird. Well, guess who's bringing it all back up? Yeah. I, uh, I'm not shocked One that, RG, guy. Yeah. that RG3 is rehashing it. Yeah. Newport Zeke tweets something that I think has something to do with the reaction. He says, I believe most will roll with Jay. RG3 is probably most disliked because he's assigned blame for the 13th season and beyond being terrible. His ego ruined what could have been a 10-plus year run of relevancy. And I certainly think that that's part of the equation. A lot of fans, much like with Chase Young, when a player ends up having a lot of promise, and RG3 actually had more production than Chase Young, and then that promise turns into disappointment, it then builds some resentment for a lot of fans. It's not necessarily the player's fault. They just weren't good enough, right? So a lot of people hate on Chase Young. He just didn't produce. Same thing with RG3, and that's part of it. But I do agree, RG3's ego has gotten into this. And then I, maybe I'm the only one, I think that Jay threw in unnecessary pot shots and probably should have been above it and just let it go. Well, I guess he agreed with you because he deleted the tweet. But I didn't think it was, I thought at that point, it was very benign. 
You know, I thought the Cleveland Baltimore shots that those were like meant those were personal shots to like sting RG three. Yeah, he just attacked him. He just, I just I'm just saying I don't think that was he necessary just for Jay. Swinging back. Yeah, he's just swinging back. Know, like you're allowed he's to. He's just responding. Jay's not, Jay's not poking at Robert. Yeah, I'm allowed to disagree with you. Understood. But this whole thing is just Jay being attacked. Just being attacked. You know, he made a mindless comment about a football game, actually kind of self-deprecating, saying, hey, if I ever put my quarterbacks in that awkward position, I'm sorry. Um, maybe, you know. And then RG3 did thing, and Jay could have left it there. Just let, let it just, it would have died on the vine. Right, but then Jay came back at him. Yeah, he responded and said, "Jay, you or Robert, what's wrong? You weren't prepared." That's not a bad thing to say. I think it also depends on how you interpret it. I think he was saying you weren't prepared. Well, I, I think he was asking. He was taking like, a shot. Well, I, I don't know. He was saying maybe yeah. he wasn't prepared. Maybe he was oh. just prepared to, to run the offense I'm, one certain way, and oh, when he couldn't do it that way, I agree with it. That's what we're litigating the past. I, I. I was the first one to say RG3 wasn't any good. I don't see a world where you can be Team Robert in this interaction. I, think I, I just don't see the world where you can be. The vote. It's like he punched him in the face, and you want him to just eat it and go away. He, he verbally punched him in the face. He's got 16%. <laughs> he, he verbally punched him in the face. And then you just want him to be the bigger man and walk away. Like he's kind of repeatedly, you know, jumping in here. I don't think Jay needed to respond to RG3's initial tweet where it was just a picture, like, "What you talking about, Willis?" Again, uh, you know, I don't know. I do think Jay could have been yeah. above it. Yes. Yeah, but if you're, si- you're if you're silent, then everyone thinks you're guilty. Not really, or they can interpret it as that guy's such a joke. Like if. If somebody calls you something that you know is not true, you don't have to respond. It's, it's almost giving it's, it some it's, relevance. It's hard because then people are, you know, they're all in his timeline saying, oh, Robert's cooking you. I mean, you know, I don't It's hard to not respond to a big, high-profile guy like that. It's one thing for some, like, Juan uh, to break my balls. <laughs> but when, you know, Robert does, now you got the whole country watching. I don't know. All right, let's go to uh, Alan. Alan, what's up, buddy? So I think that Robert did not take enough um, heat, or he took enough heat that didn't allow him to be as dynamic as he wanted to be. And I think the ego with he brought to the game may have ostracized him from his offensive line and his teammates. For so sure. Ultimately, I say that Robert should have been more meek and humble. And he should have given leeway to the coaches who were trying to coach him. So originally I said it's Robert's fault, but I think the fault goes to both player and coach. Well, what do you think about coaches. this beef? You're kind of relitigating the coaching and playing we already know why back Robert in 2014. Didn't succeed. What do you think about this back and forth right now in 2024? I think it's all um, it's it's nonsense. It, it yeah. should be given up. Listen, yesterday was yesterday. Let's move on. We we keep rehashing these old skeletons, these bones, these ghosts. Let's just move on. Robert, be Robert. Do what you're doing now. Jay, do what you're doing now. And let's just move on. We're in a whole new regiment. We are excited for these commanders. <laughs> the, the institution is being set up. Let's just keep moving. Let's just go. Like <laughs> Cat Williams said, 
All right, thank you. Thank to you. Look forward. It's not Cat Williams, back. that's another guy who started a bunch Cat of beef. Cat Williams is blowing <laughs> up, man. He's having a resurgence the the was, end of his The career. interview was silly. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, it, it, is, it is weird, though, because you think about it. If you're Robert, like that time, that time in your life kind of sucked, right? Totally, dude. Like you're you're not you know, you're not a, you're not time. the pe- you're not the peak of your abilities. You know, people are turning on you. The team is kind of uh, one side or the other. It was kind of a volatile point in your life. Like, why are you? Why do you want to go back and kind of revisit that that to traumatic yourself? That traumatic yeah. part he feels of your like life. He's setting this he's record protecting straight. himself and blaming others. He just seems stuck. Listen, he seems stuck in that spot. I'll be like, honest with you. Robert's, a child who doesn't uh, develop. Yeah. I, I feel sympathy for Robert in a lot of ways. If you pull back the curtain completely, I feel kind of bad for him. The guy didn't live up to his potential. And I always say this. I feel bad for people that don't live up to their potential. And he's kind of like a better Ryan Leaf. Like, he did way more than Ryan ever accomplished. Yeah, he's accomplished much more than Ryan, but. For sure. But it, you look past, 20, past 2012. Like he, had the, he, had the, he had the world on his shoulders. He looked like in the he pa- was going to be the guy. He had it in the palm of his hand. And he basically had one year. And his career was a tremendous disappointment after that. He never came anywhere close to expectations after 2012. In fact, I'm not sure after 2013 if he threw more than four touchdowns in a season. I think he might have thrown like sixth over like the next seven or eight years. I find it. I just find it weird because if if you had a low point in your life, would you just want to keep revisiting it over and over it again? It haunts him. No, you want to get past. Think it. about it. If you're think. Robert, it haunts you. You your Robert pro needs, career no, Robert was a disaster. Th- Robert needs therapy. Totally. His pro career was a disaster. He didn't live up to expectations. He was a big disappointment everywhere. He's desperate to still play. No one wants him. Um, he's famous. He's got money. But he is thriving on TV. He is. He's great and on TV. And part of this, him putting himself on video is he's got this podcast and he's trying to get it to do great well. Great self-promoter. So it's content. It is. He's making it work for him. But I feel pity for him. Because it's got to be hard to live a life where you just so deep, deep down, you disappointed yourself, your fans. It's got to be a hard life, man. I really do think, though. Hard, hard to put your head down on the pillow and feel good about yourself. I, I think that's mm-hmm. too harsh. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, because you could also look back at it. It is disappointment. The, the lot, probably half the players in the league end up in. If reality, if you break it down, probably half disappointed. They weren't as glorified as him, right? But he did make it. Who, who was the guy who was, uh, who was like just to make it to the league is an accomplishment. Of course, if you go back to when you were but a kid, Robert first playing. That. I understand that, but he made it. He won Rookie of the Year. He's got money. He was on several he should, teams. He should be fine. But I think it's it's kind of like it's a hard life. And then he flipped that Be into a, a media career. It's a hard life. And he started out just doing college games, and he's blown up on ESPN where he's doing everything. He's not happy. He's got a void. If he was in his happy. Life. He's not There's happy. No doubt about it. If he was it. happy, he wouldn't be lashing out like this. But you are correct. Um, 2012, 20 touchdowns. 2013, 16 touchdown passes. After that, never. four in 2014, which is the season we're talking about here yeah. with Jay Gruden and, and after that, RG3. Never more than like two. And then two in Cleveland and uh, one career touchdown with Baltimore in three seasons. One of the biggest crash and burns ever. John Feinstein joins us next on a Football Friday driven by your local Honda dealer. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond. We're streaming live on the Odyssey app. 
You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. We're brought to you by Crop Metcalf, official heating and cooling company of the Junkies. No bitch today. It's Cakes, EB, and JP. And join us right now on the Beckyard Guest Hotline, like he does every Friday at this time. Best-selling author, Washington Post columnist, John Feinstein. He's brought to you by Golfdom. They have your cold weather apparel in stock now or warm weather apparel for those traveling to play. Visit Golfdom in Tyson's, Annapolis, and their newest location in Rockville. Golfdom, live the game. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing on this snowy morning? Yeah, what will John Feinstein do on a snowy day? Will you leave the house? Not planning on it. (laughs) (laughs) Will you leave the house tomorrow? Well, if, if if the roads are clear, yeah, probably, sure. You, I yeah, know you fact, moved. I'm supposed to take my daughter to lunch, yes. I know you moved and you got your fancy neighborhood. Do you, do you have a Hardly. big do you have a big na- uh big driveway? Do no. You, you have small a small driveway. What do so you who, say? Who does the shoveling? Yeah, do you do that? Well, that's an interesting question um because we just got a notice Technically, we're still in Potomac, but we're closer to Rockville. Mm-hmm. And we just got a notice from the city of Potomac that if we don't shovel our yard by noon, they're going to fine us 100 bucks. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, get seriously. out there. You mean shovel seriously. like the sidewalk, sidewalk area, right? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Because yeah. you said shovel your yard. Yeah. That's the next level if you shovel your no, yard. You get that sidewalk yeah, I won't shovel. be shoveling the backyard. No. Hey, so last week we talked a little bit about Bill Belichick with you. And right. he's interviewing. I think he's doing yep. a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this. What will success be for him? Like, what does he need to achieve at his next stop for it to be deemed successful? We've seen other coaches, legendary coaches like Jimmy Johnson, Bill Parcells, go to other spots but not win the Super Bowl. Right. What, what does success look like for Bill Belichick at a different spot? I think for Bill Belichick, and I think for Parcells and Johnson, too, but maybe more for Belichick, it would be to win the Super Bowl. You know, if he gets in the playoffs a couple times, I mean, Joe Gibbs got in the playoffs a couple times in 2.0, it'll be like, oh, okay, well, we we confirm the fact that the guy's a hell of a coach. I don't think we need to confirm that. I don't think Belichick needs to confirm that necessarily. But if he were, I think if he were going to get to the Super Bowl, um, that would um, be a big deal. Didn't Barcells get to the Super Bowl in New England? Am I crazy? Uh, I think he. I think he, he did. did. And they lost the Packers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe so, so. Th- I think that helped justify him coming back for the forty seventh time, or however many times it was. Um, I think he. It's not an option, apparently. But I think he. He would have been crazy to go work for Jerry Jones. Um, uh, he does need, I think, to go somewhere where there's a quarterback. I, I don't know why there's been no talk of him in San Diego. Mm-hmm. It's L.A. You know? now, by the way. L.A., whatever. <laughs> I know. I'm with you. The I'm Bullets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So it's funny. I really do still think of them as San Diego. I know. I, me too. I, We've I, done I it. Really do. We've all done it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, not, uh, it's not just us. I mean, guys on TV do it. They slip oh, I up well, all the time. I, I heard a referee do it. Yeah. A couple of years ago, where he said, "You know, San Diego ball," Good. when they were right. already in L.A. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't know why there's been no talk of that. Um, Falcons would be an interesting place because they do not have a quarterback. They would have to try to go out and get some kind of quarterback. There are quarterbacks out there. Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Uh, one of the dumber things among the many dumb things this Washington organization did was letting him walk away. 
and not signing him when they could have signed him and having an idiot team president go around calling him Kurt. Um, but there, there are quarterbacks available. I mean, you don't have to have Patrick Mahomes or, or Josh Allen or, you know, any of the other star quarterbacks necessarily. But it helps. In a Super it does Bowl. help. It definitely it, helps. It helps you get deep in the it's playoffs. It's a huge help. It's, oh, absolutely. Well said. Um, it, it, it's a, what if Kansas City's won the division every year Mahomes has been there? Mm-hmm. Um, but Oh, by the way, they did win it with Alex Smith his last year as a starter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think that you have to, if you're Belichick, it, you have to look at a place and say, I'm not going to a place where I'm completely rebu- rebuilding because he's going to be 72. And I don't know if the Falcons are that. I don't know if he's really that interested in the Falcons or if he's trying to pique interest from other teams. I honestly don't know. Um, But, as I said before, if I'm a team and I want to get better than whatever I am, I sure as hell think seriously about trying to hire Bill Belichick. And Will Bond and Kornheiser made an important point the other night when they were talking about this. Uh, I hate to admit I agree with them, but... um, The Falcons aren't interesting, but interviewing Belichick. Belichick's interviewing the Falcons. Mm -hmm. He's saying, what can you do if I come here? Right. And and that's really the the question. Because if if the Falcons can hire Belichick and they don't, they're crazy. Yeah, it would be idiotic. Yeah. I mean, what are they going to do, bring Arthur Smith back? I mean, I don't know if that's crazy if they – Brought in Harbaugh, who I think interviewed with the Falcons. Yeah, that that wouldn't be uh, Harbaugh would be a not crazy hire. I agree with you. Harbaugh is a damn good football coach. We know that. John, I, I wanted to get your take on a, a topic that we discussed here on the show yesterday, and I actually discussed with a buddy of mine uh, on the phone after the show. Uh, you know, why are people so like? Why do people think uh, McCarthy's a, a doofus? And Mike Tomlin is the greatest coach ever. When you look at the records, it's like 63% all-time winning percentage, 62. Both won a Super Bowl. Playoff records, basically identical. Like you can throw 10, in two other coaches. Also, Sean coaches. Payton is in the same boat. And Harbaugh. Yeah, and these guys all have very same. But Mike McCarthy, by everyone, they all think he's a, 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 a moron. Well... First of all, I, I don't think a lot of people think he's a moron. I think a lot of Cowboys fans thought he was a moron on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, and and so did I. By the way, watching that game, it was forty-eight sixteen. Forty-eight sixteen. Yeah, and I would say that generally speaking, since McCarthy got to the Cowboys, um, that, that uh, he's done uh, less with more and. Tomlin, generally speaking, especially these last few years since Roethlisberger retired, has done more with less. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the fact that they won 10 games this year is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I watched that team play a, a fair bit because I like Tomlin. Um, and they had no quarterback. They had no offense. Uh, you know, J.J. Uh, Watt was in and out. Great player when he's healthy. TJ. but. I, how do you figure out which is which? <laughs> JJ, JJ retired and TJ yeah. is still playing. Yeah, I guess the one in uniform is, is, is <laughs> TJ. Yeah. I can't get that one right. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the point is that, that consistently Tomlin's done more with less. And consistently, think about this for a second. Uh, McCarthy had one of the great quarterbacks of all time and won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, Um 
And well, same as Tomlin. Tomlin had Big Ben. He had Ben for fourteen of the he, seventeen years. Yeah, he, and and they were good every year. And they he was Roethlisberger was hurt a lot toward the end, but and it's also just it's it's you know the old thing about the eye test. Mm-hmm. When I listen to Mike Tomlin talk. I think this is a really smart guy. I know. This is a really honest guy, which I, in, in football, how many, of the 32 head coaches, how many are consistently honest? On the other hand, McCarthy, you know, he's just another one of those coaches who talks about, well, we'll get better next week. And my, the only guy who can get away with that kind of cliche, for me, is Belichick. Because it's almost funny with Belichick. Right. Well, he's, he's doing going a out bit, of his way to sure. make you think he's stupid. Um, or at least arrogant and obnoxious, which yeah. he probably is. Yeah. Um, but I, I just, uh, again, I, I have not been around Mike McCarthy. I don't know Mike McCarthy. I do know Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's just a smart as hell guy. And that's why he's been a successful head coach for 17 years. John, if the commanders don't land either of the young, hot OC names that have been linked to them, namely Ben Johnson from Detroit, Bobby Slowick from Houston, where do you think they would turn if they don't wind up here in Washington? I think they're going to end up with Ben Johnson. Yeah. I, I think the reason we're sitting around waiting on this is because the Lions are still playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's another hot young coordinator. And um, if you go through the hirings of hot young coordinators in the last, I don't know, 10 years, ever since Sean McVay, you know, made hiring a hot young coordinator an in thing to do, uh, I think the batting average is about 500. You know, that for every uh, uh, McVeigh, there's that, the, what's his name, the guy who just got fired in Los Angeles. Oh, Brandon um, Staley. Yeah, I mean, he's an idiot. He was a defensive guy, though. <laughs> well, defensive guys can be idiots. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, and, and, and talk about arrogant. I mean, he, he's got, uh, he's got uh, um, Jay Gruden's record, and he, and he, he acted like he, he was Vince Lombardi or Bill Belichick which he wasn't. Um, and there are other examples of failures. There are other examples of successes. I mean, obviously, Kyle Shanahan's a success. Obviously, uh, what's his name in, in Green Bay is a success. I don't know why Matt Eberflus still has a job. Mm-hmm. You know, so you go back and forth. So they, they need, assuming they're going to hire this guy, which I think they are, um, they better hope he's one of the hits. And they got a hit on quarterback to me, which is the most important thing with that they number do need two a hit pick. on quarterback. And, and you know, most of the season, uh, I got to say, I, I was pretty much feeling good about uh, um, how. how. Yeah. Yeah, how. Uh, and then at the end of the season, he just collapsed. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't it was know strange. They know why. It was strange. Well, I don't it, think, it really honestly. Because he was pretty good for most of the year. I agree. I, it, well, the second half, it really fell off. I, I mean, they played better competition, no doubt. Um, but I don't think, and you won't like this because I know you're a Biennemi guy, I don't think Biennemi did him in any favors, dropping him back 50 times a game, leading the league in passing, had a young quarterback. Did they have a running game? Well, it wasn't we, we terrible. don't know. Well, and, well, they didn't use it. Well, we know is they didn't have an offensive line. That's for and, sure. And you can't <clears> run without an offensive line. It's not easy to pass without an offensive line. Yes, I am a Biennemi fan. And, yes, I'm disappointed that he's clearly not in the mix for this job or for any job apparently. Um, I really don't understand it. Uh, I, at the very least, given his track record before he got here, I would think somebody would say, Let, let's give him a crack. I mean, there's, look, look, look what happened with D'Amico Ryans. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they gave him a crack. And, and how's he doing? 
Um, so I, I and and I and that is a racial comment, by the way, because I think it is harder as a black guy to get a head coaching job in this league than it is if you're a white guy. Still is, you know. You see the lists of here are the ten best candidates, and usually nine of them are white. Are you surprised um, by kind of the landscape in the NFL where they're bringing some of these guys like David Shaw for interviews? That most people think, like, where's he coming from? Mm-hmm. Well, some of that is the Rooney rule. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they have to interview minorities, and they have to interview two of them, remember? Um, so, no, I'm not that surprised. And David Shaw is still a young coach um, and has had great success at Stanford until the last couple of years. Um, coach with the Ravens, coach with Brian Billick, who is now forgotten because John Harbaugh has done so well. But Brian Billick did win a Super Bowl. Um, I'm starting to say Super Bowl the way Rex Ryan says it, Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Combining the words together? Yeah, and, and putting an A at the end instead okay. of an ER. Uh, I love Rex, by the way. Um, I have to ask you guys one question because I've been thinking about it this week uh, before, you, before you go. Quickly, without thinking in great detail, name me the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Dan Marino. I like Dan Marino a lot. I'd put mm-hmm. Peyton Manning in there. And then mm-hmm. I, it's hard for us to put guys that predated us. So I'm sure like Johnny Unitas should be in there. Mm-hmm. But um, of our lifetime, maybe and Steve then, Young. And, and then this might be early. Patrick Mahomes. Maybe Aaron um, Rodgers, too. Possibly. Lamar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I asked that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Nobody, and I, don't, I mean nobody, brings up Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Four he Super won Bowls. four Super Bowls. I, know. I don't think and he has if, the if stats. If he continued to 10, I'll, I'll bet you guys might not have even brought him up then. Yeah. It's a little, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, was he is considered... a little bit before our time. Like, we saw, like I, I maybe saw one of his Super Bowls. I think I saw one or two of them, but it's still, yeah, it's a little before our time. But, yeah, he was also kind of, like, his whole knock against him was he was like this hillbilly, right? Like people, He was, still yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, but and I think it's kind of like the McCarthy He's turned into a pretty good career. But though. I also think he didn't win, and you can say it's meaningless. I don't think he won a bunch of MVPs. Well, he didn't like have Peyton huge Manning numbers. won a bunch of MVPs, but, you know? Well, those are also main, a lot of defensive-led teams, too. Yeah. He won, well, he won so one Peyton MVP. Manning's second Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. Peyton Manning's second Super Bowl. They won despite him. Exactly. Exactly. And his career touchdown to interception ratio, do you happen to know it, John? I do not, but I'm sure it's very good. 212 touchdowns. No, he probably threw a lot of interceptions. 210 interceptions. 210? Yeah. 212 I, to 210. That's a hell of a stat. See, Completion I, 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 percentage? I would, said, I would have said two to one. Completion percentage? I mean, it's a different era. Yeah. It was 51.9%. Yeah, it is a very different era because I remember, I'm older than you guys, but I remember as a kid, any quarterback who threw for 50% was considered to be doing well. <laughs> yeah. you know, just now, you gotta... now in the NBA, guys shoot 40%, and that's considered to be doing well. All right, um, All right John. Stay safe. Have a good weekend. Yes, you guys, too. I hope you get and Don't forget safely. to clear that sidewalk. Yeah, avoid that $100 fine. <laughs> Boy, I, I, I got to clear that sidewalk because I can't afford not to. <laughs> that's exactly. John Feinstein. See you guys. Best-selling yeah, author, Washington Post columnist, brought to you by Golfdom. They have your cold weather apparel in stock now. And warm weather apparel if you want to go on a trip to play. Visit Golf from Tyson's Annapolis and their newest location in Rockville. 
golfed them, lived the game. Coming up next, we will get into the NFL playoffs with Bruce Gradkowski, 11-year NFL vet, played quarterback for teams like the Buccaneers. That's next here on the Junkies. Welcome back. Junkies on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Appreciate you listening to us on 910 The Fan in Richmond. And, of course, you can listen to us nationwide on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be. Get that Odyssey app up and running. Join us right now on the BetQL Guest Hotline, a guy who played 11 years in the NFL, played quarterback, Bruce Gradkowski. He's got the Alpha 5 method, which we'll get into, unlock your passion, achieve your goals with the Alpha 5 method. We'll get to that, Bruce, but I actually want to start with Jay Gruden with you. Hmm. So you crossed paths with Jay for two years while you were with Tampa. I don't remember exactly what Jay's position was. I looked it up earlier. I think he was just an offensive assistant, right? Yeah, And I'm guessing, you know, he's, what, 15 years older than you, something like that? Yeah. Well, what do you make, and I don't know how much you followed it, what do you make of this Twitter beef between he and RG3 where they're going back and forth? Well, I kind of laughed at it, but um, I I was thinking as RG3 saying stuff like he wasn't prepared, Jay Gruden had a killer staff. I mean, you figure McBay, Shanahan, um. Bobby Sloak was on, like, you know. O'Connell, one Kevin point. O'Connell at one point. Yeah, so, like, I kind of, I don't know, as a former player, too, like, I'm I'm always, like, the stuff I'm talking to my XFL guys, now uh, the UFL, is don't seek comfort. You know, don't put the blame. Don't make excuses. So sometimes when I hear RG3 out there, I, I think he's trying to kind of um, – make excuses for some points in, in, in his career. And I just, I just don't like that. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. So we wanted to have you on to talk some NFL playoffs and what's going on. And we can get into, to, to some of the quarterback play here. Obviously Lamar Jackson has had an unbelievable season, particularly late in the season where he kind of solidified his MVP candidacy they take on the Texans, and that's a great story, too, with C.J. Stroud. Do you give the Texans any shot in Baltimore tomorrow? You know, I do. I give them a shot. I mean, I think Baltimore wins this game. But you pointed out, C.J. Stroud has been lights out this year. It's been super impressive. I mean, the way the guy uh, moves in the pocket, the way he feels pressure, you know, his arm talent and arm strength. I mean, some of the throws he's making – and that he has made this year has been super impressive. So just the poise and composure in which he's executing at a high level has been very impressive. Uh, but this Ravens team, I mean, all season they've been impressive. You know, this defense, and then you put Lamar Jackson out there, and and I think Lamar Jackson can have a lot of success against Houston's defense. So, you know, I give the Ravens the edge in this game, but I also don't count out C.J. Stroud because he's been so impressive uh, and just continues to make plays. You know, he's, he's a phenomenal young quarterback. He's only going to continue to get better. Um, and that offense has been moving and doing a lot of good things. So this is a matchup that's going to be fun to watch because of that Houston offense versus that Ravens high-powered aggressive defense. I know I said we were going to stick with just uh, the playoffs with you, but you, you played for Mike Tomlin, right? Yep, yep. What makes him so great? We were talking about him earlier, and obviously they made the playoffs this year and got bounced out. 
What is it about Mike Tomlin? And we've had kind of this debate on the show that if you look at Mike Tomlin's record, it's actually almost identical to Mike McCarthy's. And this week, Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Cowboys, you know, was potentially on the hot seat. I guess he's going to be back. But most people consider him a buffoon. Nobody thinks of Mike Tomlin as a buffoon. And they have about the same playoff record, same regular season record. Both have a Super Bowl. What is it about the Tomlin that you found to be special? Well, Coach Tomlin, he's just a good leader, man. Like, he's a guy that never flinches. And and I remember specifically a story when I first signed with the Steelers in 2013. uh, We started that season 0-4. And I remember flying back to London, and I'm backing up Big Ben. I haven't played yet this season. But I'm feeling like a piece of crap. Like, dang, man, like, how can, you know, what am I doing wrong? Like, why can't we get this thing right? And I just remember coming to the office to practice the next week, and nothing felt different. You couldn't tell in our locker room if we were 0-4 or 4-0. And I think, and that's a credit to the Steelers. That's a credit to Tomlin and the culture he builds because he never flinches. And that's why the Steelers, when you see all the, the clippings, the media clippings this season, halfway through the year of he should be out, you know, fire him, blah, blah, blah. Like, they never flinch, and that resonates with the players within the locker room because there's never any panic. You just continue with the process. You continue to prepare. You continue to get ready for the next game, and that's a credit to him. It's hard to coach that long uh, and be as consistent as the Steelers have been, and of course they want to win playoff games and get back to Super Bowl because that's that's the Steelers way I mean you know I grew up in Pittsburgh you know there I want to see the Steelers back in the Super Bowl but I just think coach Tomlin is a coach he's always been steady he's always been consistent he's the same guy every day um, and, and that resonates with players joined by Bruce Gradkowski 11 year NFL vet let's touch on the Saturday night game 815 kick from San Francisco this stat jumped off the page at me for Jordan Love, who just had a master class at Dallas. Great performance there. Since week right. nine, his touchdown to interception ratio is twenty one to one. He also mm-hmm. has two rushing scores thrown in there as well. He's developing into a superstar in front of our eyes. Is it going to be enough to win on the road against a rested 49ers team? You know, what a cool story. Like, I love the storylines last weekend and continue through these playoffs with, you know, the Lions winning, Jared Goff, I was happy for him, um, Green Bay and Jordan Love. I mean, what what an impressive performance in Dallas. And w- when you're a quarterback and you're playing hot and, and you're in a rhythm like he's in right now, I don't care your, your record through the, the, the regular season – or anything like that, he is on fire right now. And the Niners are coming off a week off. Now, that gives Kyle Shanahan, one of the best coaches in the league, a lot of time to prepare and get ready. Matt LaFleur and uh, Kyle Shanahan know each other. They're familiar with each other's systems and how they operate and so forth. But, man, this is going to be an exciting one. I, I give San Fran the edge in this game. Um, but I'm excited to watch and see if Jordan Love and that Packers offense can continue rolling how they were last week because that was fun to watch. But I just think Brock Purdy's been impressive this year. I think the Niners as a football team um, can pull this one out. Uh, but, man, I shoot, I love, I just love the storyline of, of Jordan Love. You could tell he's got some Aaron Rodgers in him that he's been watching him for a while with how poised and 
composed he was at times in that Dallas game, the way he just kind of flick of the wrist and, and that ball flies down the field. How many times you saw them hit a, a big in route in the middle of the field against Dallas. So Jordan Love's been playing good, and I, I'd love to see that continue and make this a game uh, Saturday, Saturday night. Bruce, how fun is it to turn on the TV and see – Detroit actually succeeding, doing well, like that—that oh. that building being alive. Like for so many years, like you would turn into like tune into a Detroit, whoever, like Green Bay or Chicago game, and the stadium's like dead. There's nothing going on. Right. You look at like the resale value for tickets for all four games this weekend. The Bucks Lions ticket is by far the hottest ticket. You can't get in the building for like under five hundred bucks a ticket. Like that place should be jumping. The Bucks are a good story too. Uh, you know. Pulling the upset last weekend against the Eagles, actually crushing the Eagles. Uh, it should be a fun game in Detroit, 3 p.m. kickoff on Sunday. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh, born and raised in Pittsburgh. We live in Toledo, Ohio now. Went to school in Toledo, met my wife here. And there's so many Detroit Lions fans in Toledo, and a good buddy of mine is. And he's just so happy. He's been a fan of the Lions forever, Has has always had season tickets. So you're right. Everyone, man, Dan Campbell does such a phenomenal job. He's a great leader. He's genuine. He's passionate. And that resonates with the fan base. And it's it's an awesome story. It, and they're in a dome. It's loud. It's crazy. It's a great atmosphere to go to a game. We went to one this year when they were playing the Raiders. Um, so just Dan Campbell, what he does. And Ben Johnson, offense coordinator, I think he does a phenomenal job. I love his offense. And Goff has been playing well. And for Goff, you know, that's a cool storyline. Playing former team Rams last week, he got the win. So I'm excited for this Lions team. It's it's a really cool story to watch. But then, like, like you said, you hop over to the other side in Tampa Bay and Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's awesome. I'm happy for him. Anytime quarterbacks get an opportunity to play and do well and and they've battled some adversity. I love that stuff, you know, and that's what the Alpha 5 method is, is about, you know, just because I see these guys, Baker Mayfield, he, he, he travels to different teams. Uh, he's, going, he's at the Rams. Now he gets the opportunity with the Bucks, and he's just playing well. And from everything I hear from within that organization is, you know, the, the teammates love him, coaches love him. Like, he's a competitor, you know, tough. And the one thing I want to see Baker, though, in this game, I want to see him play within himself. Try not to do too much. You get you get in the playoffs, you feel like you have to operate bigger, better, make the bigger throw. And, and you do at times, but you still have to play within the offense, play, put, make good decisions. I want to see Mayfield protect that football um, and, and, of course, make plays when they're there, but not force the issue. And I think that'll be the difference maker in this football game, the quarterback position. And that's with all games as we go through these playoffs. But who could play better in Detroit? Is that Mayfield or or Goff? Um, And I'm excited to watch that game. Talking to Bruce Gradkowski, 11-year NFL vet, offense coordinator of the St. Louis Battlehawks. And he's got the Alpha 5 method. So it can help quarterbacks. Can it help old radio DJs? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You know, like, honestly, like, I was thinking as I retired years ago and stuff, and as I, you know, I I started three restaurants while I was playing football. I started a hospice company. Um, Since when I, when I retired, I sold those. But when you're retired, whether it, whether you're big Ben, Tom Brady, or myself, 
a guy that was, you know, a backup the majority of my career, you know, you kind of feel lost in a sense. Like, what's next? I'm stuck. Like, what do I do? What's my passion? What's my purpose? And the Alpha 5 method is, you know, I'm going to have um, – it's a five-step method to help you, right? Right. Help you decide what path to get on uh, if you're stuck. How do you decide in that? And how do you achieve success through adversity? And I, I feel like that's all of us. No matter what we do in our career, you're going to hit a roadblock. But if you're pursuing your passion, you'll find a way around it. You'll find a way to figure it out to get over top because you're so passionate what you do um, that you'll find a way to succeed. And that's kind of where that has, has come from is helping people get unstuck, find their passion, get back to what they can, what they're good at, what God's blessed them with and get on that path, man. And, and I just, I, I say it because I lived it growing up in Pittsburgh and I joked, I'm like, I grew up in Pittsburgh eating spaghetti and meatballs. Like it wasn't like I was handed this golden spoon to, to go to the NFL. Like I have no family members that played previously in the NFL. Like, and my brother came after me and played. And so it's just, you know, in, in the podcast I have out now is, is cool stories of people's journey. We all have a journey. We all have a story. And I'm always interested to hear those stories. Just recently we had my cousin on that got addicted to heroin in high school to try to get through mm. high school football games because that's how important high school football was and is to kids out there, you know? So he starts popping mm. pills. He gets addicted. And so those are the podcasts I had because his story is phenomenal because his success was overcoming that addiction. And now he's a great husband and father. He, he's a great uh, man in the community. Now he can help others on their journey. So those are the stories, you know, I'm trying to put out there on the podcast is talking to people that have achieved success through adversity, through their journey. Um, and that's, that's kind of what it's about. It's hey, awesome, we, man. Hey, Bruce, we just lost our long-term cell phone deal after like 20 years, so we're <laughs> going through some adversity over here, Big too. time adversity. Now, not, not to that level, but we just hit a roadblock. Hey, Bruce, so we'll only have a, only have a minute. I love it. Only have a minute here. Uh, how do you see this Chiefs-Bills game playing out? In the playoffs, Josh Allen hasn't gotten the better of Mahomes. He has done it in the regular season. Is this the year that they get beyond – the Chiefs in the playoffs. My oh, man, I think they can. I mean, this game's going to be awesome. Mahomes and, and Allen matching up, and you just said it. Allen not being able to get past Mahomes in the playoff playoffs. I think this is what we're all waiting for and looking for to watch this game uh, in Buffalo. So it's going to be tough. I, I do. I think I give the Bills the nod on this one. So it's going to be exciting. But you, man, it's just hard to count out Mahomes in the playoffs, though. I mean, there's some about that guy. Andy Reid, they've been there, they've done it, but that's going to be an exciting one. I'm a huge fan of Josh Allen, big physical guy, can make plays, and can he play within himself as well in this football game? At the end of the day, guys, we know as players making plays, um, but also at the same time, don't just you know be careless with that football. Mayfield, Josh Allen, take care of it, make plays for your guys, and there's some great games this weekend, so I can't wait. All right, Bruce, good stuff. That's Bruce uh, Gredkowski, played in the league for 11 years, and you can follow his Alpha 5 method to achieve your goals. Thanks, Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you, buddy. Bruce Gredkowski, who played uh, with Jay Gruden there for a couple of years with Tampa. Mm Mm-hmm. He's always good.
Football Friday, it is driven by your local Honda dealer. We'll get into our opinions on the games a little bit later in the show. Don't go anywhere. So we all know commuting in and out of D.C. on a daily basis, it's it's a hellscape. It's hell on earth. It sucks. Mm-hmm. So I've <laughs> I don't fin- think it's quite that bad. I finally learned not to alter my route home. I no longer I no longer go down whatever. I no longer go down. 395? I don't take North Capitol to... 395, I believe it is, with mm-hmm. the shortest entrance ramp known to man. Mm-hmm. I know I've bypassed that. Okay. I now go down M Street past Navy Yard and I hop on 295, 50, heading towards what BW Parkway. That's my route home. So yesterday, I go down M Street, I merge onto the highway, and there's just billowing black smoke. Like, <laughs> pretty close like to the highway right. i'm like that doesn't look normal that right. is abnormal that's not just like that's not something coming out of a smokestack or somebody burning like some tires like in the back of like an auto shop like that's that's pretty serious and in southeast yesterday there was a gas leak and there were two buildings that exploded oh. i don't know if you guys have seen it on twitter Where was it it was i don't know the the name of the road I can look it up on Twitter, but there were one of them was a daycare mm-hmm. and the other was a convenience store. And luckily, I believe somebody in the daycare smelled gas. We're like, this is abnormal. We got to evacuate. They evacuated all the kids. They evacuated the convenience store. Both stores, gas explosions. One, I think, completely destroyed the convenience store. And I saw that driving home. I was like, that that looks bad. Right. Fire trucks zooming to the scene. I mean, it was it was pretty serious. That's one of the more terrifying things. Gas explosions. Gas explosions, yes. Fairly I'm terrifying. My wife has caught the whiff of gas at my house yeah. before. And I, blew, I was like, ah, you, you know, no big deal. It's probably just a leak somewhere. Right. Oh, they had to dig up my whole driveway. <laughs> we had a leak underneath gas leak. Yeah. That's something you just don't you don't mess around with. Yeah. You cannot sleep on that whatsoever. Yeah, I'm not I'm it's not terrifying. very attuned to that, but it is terrifying to see the occasional house or business blow up out of nowhere. Yeah, blowed up. Yeah, like if you see the video on Twitter, like the the firemen had cl- had cleared the like the sidewalk in front of where the explosion happened, but those guys were standing within about I don't know seventy five feet of the front of the building. Right. When this big giant fireball just shoots out and there's debris flying everywhere, it's scary business. Don't so no death. It. I don't believe anybody was killed. I think there was at least one minor injury from the reports that I saw. So quick thinking by the people in those buildings to to get out of Dodge mm. and get them clear before Valdez. the buildings exploded. Uh, uh, just a quick glance out the window. Does it look any better out there? Like, are they staying on top of it, or is uh, it just getting it looks, worse? It looks kind of, from my vantage point, it looks a little sloshy. Uh-huh. Um, it's kind of a snowy mix, not necessarily snow. It's kind of snow and rain. I've heard plows, like, whatever street this is, I guess North Capitol behind uh-huh. us. Definitely been some plows that I've South heard Capitol. throughout the show. Is that South Capitol? I'm pretty sure it's South Capitol. It's some sort of Capitol Street. It's um, I just watched a car streets. go by. It looked like a nubber that cakes would drive. Okay. 
Uh, and it looked like it was going fine. It was doing fine. It's yeah. fine. I drive a number, but just think of me every time yeah, you're putting the elect- gas your nozzle electric number. In, into your vehicle yeah. and drain, <laughs> draining your bank account. Just please think of me. That's I want an I electric. Ask. My only question is, and I've asked this before, and you've never had the answer. Yeah. Do you have any idea of the impact on your electricity bill? Look, look at me. Look. He does it all here. You know what Zero. I mean? I do most of the charges here. Oh, that's here. true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. And then you got to move your car. He's like scrambling it's, to move the car I'm, now. I'm not. I'm not over <laughs> embellishing this. I'm on monkey life tilt whenever I plug my car in because I I made a mistake. I gave my number to a rando that works in this building because there are only two electric charging spots. And this person texts me, not every day, but some days, and it puts me on life What does he say? I, like, I need, can I, can you move like, your car? Basically, yeah. Yeah, you've been Who's hogging the, the charger. I don't know, I don't know the person. They left a, they left a note on my car, like a post-it note on oh my car my one day God. with their number. <laughs> shaming and you. And I made, I made the mistake of responding to this person at one Could point. Could be the naked guy at the gym. You just don't know. You know what? That guy rides a bike. I, sh- <laughs> I should just block this person's number. That's what yeah, I but should, then they might, but then they might vandalize your car or something. I'm not going to vandalize my car. You think somebody with driving a Mini Cooper around is going to vandalize my car? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know if they. But you know what? It's a good reminder. After, <laughs> yeah. As soon as this segment is done, I'm going to I'm going to brush past EB Sprint. in the world's puffiest coat, and I'm going to go down a hundred steps, <laughs> unplug my car, hop in it. Drive around now. Luckily, it's, it's a so snow laborious. day. Everybody else stayed home, so I'll have an easy place to park on the same level. But some days I have to pull out of the spot, drive around, go down another level, drive around, look for a spot. Have you and brought? Run back up. Have you here. brought the cone in? I have not brought a cone I mean. in. Though there are multiple cones already in the parking garage that I, I could just steal one of them. Isn't it harder to find a spot? Like when I come out at ten, yeah, it's packed. <laughs> That's, That's why I have to go down one more level oh. and and vulture around and look for a spot. So it's uh, it's. Hey, do you think the, that that's right? That they're shaming cakes? For... No, no, they're not shaming. Here's why: because there's a sign behind where you park that says you must be charging if you use the spot, and there's a three hour limit. Oh, and so you're there for four. You're been there four and a half hours. <laughs> for a while, he was doing been, five or six. I've been hogging all the electricity. <laughs> I take all the building's electricity and stuff it into my car. I was like Jamie Foxx as Electro in Spider-Man. I know you don't get that reference. Love electricity. Um, So, yeah, in about two minutes, I'm going to go down and do my daily bit and move my car around. So this person, this random person, can now charge their Mini Cooper at work. If they're even at work today, they might have taken a snow day. I don't know. Right. Yeah, you probably should assess the parking lot. Because a lot of people probably aren't coming in. I guarantee you when I go down there in a minute and a half, there's going to be 20 empty spaces on the the level I'm at. But there are two charging stations, right? Two, yes. So if the other one is empty, you probably just leave your car yeah, there. Yeah, I'm sure the other one's empty. It's all They're always full. I know, but today maybe that person didn't come in. Oh, really? They were there when I pulled in. <laughs> no. What? Well, they you can think move that theirs. they weren't there they already? They can move theirs. They should move there. I sh- here's what I should do. I should put that person's number on the Tesla's windshield and say, you guys start your text thread back and forth and leave me out of it. So it's always I'm over it. So it's always the Tesla. The person that comes in after you is a Mini Cooper. What do you drive? I drive a Chevy Bolt from 
Lindsay Chevrolet. It's a and Volt? For some reason, I thought it was a Volt. No, they used to make it Volt, <laughs> and now they make it Bolt with a B. Gotcha. They love things that end in Olt. Next, it'll be the Chevy Colt, and you'll buy one because you love the Colts. <laughs> well, and we need to end with this segment soon because I need to go move my car. I I, mm. I may have a new car deal in the works, Ooh. and I would like to angle for electric because anybody that Are I know. Are you sure that deal is in the works? Yes. You might want to triple check on that. Anybody, that's very radio I, insider. I know that's <laughs> song. Yeah. Anybody that I know that has electric, there's nobody that regrets it. They always rave maybe, about it. Maybe she's getting you a Model T. <laughs> <laughs> Zing of the day. It's Zing of the week, probably. All right, we've got a lot to get into coming Funny up in the next hour. People. We've got Ben Johnson talking about the Commanders and Adam Peters. Yes. It was, have, it was brief, wasn't it? It was. It was very brief. We've got Kirk Cousins talking about Bill Belichick. Mm, I saw And that. we've got the entertainment page. Ooh, Why wow. don't we do the entertainment page next, and then yeah. we get back to the football on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. I just looked up the weather for tomorrow when I'm going to be emceeing the Polar Plunge. Oh, I can't wait. Mosaic. To, I can't wait to hear this. What's time? And I don't Is have. It's uh, at noon. Okay, is the so you sign up any and then the games or anything. One o'clock is <laughs> when people start plunging. He will if he freezes to death. <laughs> so today, I miss all of them. <laughs> I don't have a great weather app, but it's, well, I think it's just Yahoo or whatever came with the phone. Um, today's twenty-eight degrees. Tomorrow it says fifteen to twenty-four. Yeah, with and that's without the wind. The wind chill might bring it down to like zero. Yeah, you. You picked the absolute worst day to polar plunge. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to affect? See what your... happens when you say yes. <laughs> I know. How do you think that's going to affect your Ravens? Drabby says. By the way, first of all, answer that. How do you think the weather and the cold uh, temps? Offensively that... or defensively? Either. I mean, does it, um, does it is it a net positive for you or what? Net, I think it's net positive. All, all in all, net positive. Because... Well, uh, well, Lamar. Plays pretty good in the cold weather. I think he throws a good uh, mm-hmm. cold weather ball, uh, and it hel- helps the defense. See, you know, C.J. Stroud has played in one game, one game out uh, outside since he was in December since he was a senior in high school. Everyone talked about uh, Tua and being affected by the elements. Well, C.J. Stroud has played in on. one game uh, in December. Uh, since he was a oh outside, outside in December in December since he was a okay. senior in high school. He's an indoor house cat. Oh, he loves the Drab indoors. is trying yeah, to because, make because you Columbus is cozy yeah. in <laughs> November. Drab is trying to make you have a punishment if the Ravens lose because you had such bravado and confidence. And I yeah. heard during the break there was like a slap bet, but you haven't <clears throat> actually entertained the bet. It's a one-sided thing. Are you willing to do anything if the Ravens lose? They won't lose. So, yeah. All right. What so is he, it? What do you? See, what they, is your they, idea? They, they, he needs some humility. It's the NFL. Any any given Sunday are you or talking, Saturday. Are you talking about losing at all, or just this weekend? This week in particular. This weekend. No, he, he's being disrespectful to the Texans. Kind yeah. of is. Yeah. I he honestly, is he's also disrespectful them. to the Bills or Chiefs or whoever the hell he would play next. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, yeah. if I if I had Harbaugh's direct line, I'd tell him to rest Andrews, not play him this week. Right. <laughs> right. Man, that is some bravado. See what I mean? He, yeah. No, no, a, I know. There's a, a, a weird arrogance that I would never have <laughs> as a fan. What punishment are you suggesting, you Drab? Yeah. What well, did think, you talk about this on Bits? What's on the menu? No. Well, I told people I think to tweet us if they had any ideas for a punishment. 
because I was kind of stuck. So in the past, some of them that we've done before, I guess we slapped somebody's butt with a fish, cakes with the yeah. Tommy DeVito with the marinara sauce. So, so, so something similar. I, I, first off, I want... What is Houston known for, cakes? You lived in Houston. What do you mean? Like their cuisine? Yeah. Or like barbecue, yeah. I would guess. Steak. Mm-hmm. First thing that jumps out. Houston's known for... Space. 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 That's Oil. Right. Hurricane. Hurricane. Shoot into outer space. Shoot into the moon. <laughs> what? Hey, good, good, uh, good look at Drab's Uranus. <laughs> good one. <laughs> so this is what I'm... And I'm not even... I'm not a Texans fan, so I don't know who... Well, but who are, you rooting for, are you a Texans, Texans fan, fan this weekend? Be honest. Mm, not not Be honest. really, because I also might... Oh, this is, is tempting me with the his... Bet comp, on the, the, the bet on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Oh, so I don't know yet. But I, if if they do lose, this is what I envision. You guys can come up with something better. I want Valdez to dress like the naked cowboy. You know, the guy in New York City. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because he's you make it from the Texans. Right. So I want to wear cowboy boots, shirtless, and a cowboy hat. Okay. And I want someone, like a speedo. Yeah, speedo or briefs. Okay. Brito, but with no lawnmower use beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And big, someone big tweet, someone, sure Monumental's going to love that. <laughs> big Reggie. Go ahead. And then um, someone tweeted this part in. We should go me. and get Look like a, a flank steak, mm-hmm. nice floppy long right. steak, yeah. dip it in some barbecue sauce or yeah. ranch or horseradish, whatever you want, and then just slap them across the face with it. Shut that butt I'm a cowboy. <laughs> is there any way to get a mechanical bull in here? <laughs> that, would be that would be fantastic. I know that I'm, we're overreaching here. I know but, we're efforting a golf simulator. Yeah. Where are we on the sim? Okay, I don't want to get distracted. But where are we, we, we on the simulator next thing? week? We do? Okay. Yeah. Is it going to go like right here? Like right next we to the studio? Know, we don't know. Yeah. That, it should go right here. I mean, there's yeah. nothing going on here. <laughs> don't put it anywhere else. We just knocked down a couple cubicles. That There's plenty of space. There's plenty of yeah, but I'm just saying, to put like, it. right here. Right. Like, make it key. be known. It's the junk's simulator. Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anything could – it's just his arrogance is bothering People me, can though. tweet us suggestions at Junks Radio. Texas no, 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 no. He needs to agree to it before the end of the show. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying they can tweet us now or no. call in now, 800-636-1067. I, I'm supremely confident I'd agree to anything. You really would. No. How about a tattoo? Sure. Oh, you can, you, how about you can brand me? Brand that is very Texas. Ooh, we brand oh. you with the Texas. You mean logo. like like what the black fraternities do? Yeah, yeah. Brand, it's got to be on my ass. That's what it on is my on your butt. We are brand you butt. with the Texas logo. You have to carry Trav, it with you, you, you for the rest of that. your life. I mean, you can't beat that. That's incredible. But how are you pulling won't, that they off? Won't let us do that. Why? He's signing off on it. They do it in the fraternities. Is it legal? By the way, I have no like idea. Yellowstone. Yeah. I have no idea. When they do that sort of thing, is that just like some, is like drinking moonshine? Or is that like something you could do? You can go somewhere and get branded. I think you can just go to the you know what I mean? Or branded. are they just like you you taking a, a coat hanger? You can't go to a tattoo shop and get branded. Yeah, how does that work? Uh, here's they, how it works. It's like, it's just like, you, you gather around in the basement of a fraternity house. They break. They take a yeah. brand. They stick it in the fire. And right, but is it like you. a homemade brand? Like they make it imagine. out of like a coat hanger or something? Or is I it think like, it's made of like a something sturdier than a coat hanger. Like it's a big piece know. of metal. What about a neck tattoo that says IJS? Because you know, <laughs> if they do lose, he's going to go to the. It's no big deal. It's just sports. <laughs> Well, that is true. I don't let. I, well, I root, well, not going to let him my, put a neck tattoo. I root for my. I root for my team, but I don't uh, uh, lament about it weeks later. I don't mm-hmm. let it ruin my life. Mm-hmm. You I process I, it. You move yeah, on. I process it. Right. I move on. I mean, I, that is his brand. It's just sports. I don't so mind IJS, IJS on his cheeks. 
I, I, I'm going to stand in and protect him. I'm not going to allow you to put anything on his face or neck. He's not going to turn into Post Malone or Jelly Roll. <laughs> Silly neck tattoo. No, no. Yeah, Can't get, do it. Get a tattoo on his butt that says Lamar's cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar's booty cheeks. <laughs> what was he yeah, saying? Lamar's Lamar Lamar booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lamar's booty. But what if Lamar plays well? <laughs> not well enough. <laughs> Johnny, what is the Johnny deal? What oh, do you mean? Well, his, his brain teaser that he saw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we talked about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying that put Johnny and then cross it out. Yeah. I mean, are you? I don't know if he's called Lamar Johnny. How disappointed would you be if you had, if you had a Lamar is booty tattoo on your butt? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, no one would say yeah, it. Nobody's ever to say. I don't I think know. that's a proper punishment. Nobody what? will ever see yeah. it, dude. But we'll take a funny. picture that's a good of it. Punishment. Huh? That is, that is butt funny. Lamar is booty. <laughs> yeah. right on his butt. Uh, can you design it? Can draft dra- dra- you design it? It's got to be. It's got to be a certain size. It can't be like micro font. But he also has to do it. it, it I Big you, Owen Dukes have a million butt tattoo bets. They've done them. Yeah, I thought has, they Chad backed has, out of a Chad couple has a of tattoo them. On his butt. What is his butt? Didn't tattoo? Oscar back out of one or two? Oscar may have. Uh, his, <laughs> it's his nickname, Chance Dukes. <laughs> what about you? Do you have a tattoo? Of no, like, no. You can't you're, abuse this temple. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's, that's the butt that took a bell for you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Although no, he scarred up his butt. Remember when he fell? We can get a tattoo artist, and they can do it on one of my cheeks. It, that Lamar is booty. Yeah. With a face. With his face. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> oh, so upset they lose. <laughs> Lamar is booty. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, dude. That's pretty good. All right, so that, that, <laughs> yeah, that's I, what we're going with? You agree? With? I agree. So you get a Lamar's booty butt. Is he going to call mommy during the break? (laughs) Mommy. Mommy. It's fine. I I won't do the face because that might hurt. I don't want you to do the face. I think cheeks. Just do on your cheeks. Just on my cheeks. No, on my cheeks. You want to do on your your, uh, shoulder, on your deltoid? Lamar's booty? I think it's funnier if it's on my butt. I do too. And it's meatier there. Yeah. But just say (laughs) Lamar's booty, not Lamar's face, though, because that might hurt. What What, uh, what about the Texas logo in the middle of it? Like, shoot too many needles. It should be Lamar is Texas logo in the middle, booty underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Refresh my recollection. The last time either Drab or Valdez was supposed to pay off a bet, it became a double or nothing. I think it was Drab. Yeah, Yeah, that was Drab. Drab, double or nothing. Is is Valdez going to show up here with the tattoo artist and all of a sudden squirm out for a double or nothing? It's up to us if we want to agree with it. I guess. You know? Are we somehow involved in this now? I guess we are. We're holding him accountable. This is like a cake's bet. (laughs) It's a one-sided Valdez bet. No risk for us. There's no winning for you. I'm, I'm supremely confident. I've never been this confident in my life. You're not. You, I mean, I'm not worried at all. CJ Stroud looks like the best rookie quarterback in years. You're not concerned. The Texans thrive on explosive. The Ravens' defense are the best in limiting uh, limiting explosive. Six percent, right. best in the NFL. Right. CJ Stroud, his numbers look very good, but it's kind of fake. He's thrown 17 turnover-worthy balls. Just hasn't happened. Whatever reason, Josh Josh Allen gets. Crucified for turnover-worthy balls. He's thrown 21 compared to C.J. Stroud, 17. Mm-hmm. all fake. <laughs> then you have the 25-mile-an-hour, 30-mile-an-hour wins and minus one real feel. Ravens are going to run away with this game. I have minus one tomorrow when I'm doing that polar plunge. Real feel of yeah. minus one. <laughs> so I am, not, I am not worried at all. I'm already booking my flight to Vegas. Oh, That, that would be the other thing. Double down and book your fight non-refundable. 
That's <laughs> that's really going hard. That might be worse than the tattoo. That would hurt you worse than the tattoo. This team, this team, and Lamar are so much better than the 2019 team. All right, can they we, have all they have all the pieces in place. And you look at what uh, McDonald did last year, scheming against the Bengals with kind of not enough, uh, not all the cards in his deck. I'm supremely confident in the offense and supremely confident in the defense. Does anybody want to argue with Valdez? I, all they're going to do is point to the record. That's all. That's that's the last. That's the last what record. Just the playoff record. Lamar's playoff record. That's well, all. They're only gonna, got one playoff win. Yeah, that's or whatever. all they're going to do. Well, what is the playoff record? Like one in three or something. like one that? One in three. By the way, his first loss was his eighth game ever played ever mm-hmm. in the in the NFL. His uh, loss to the Titans in 2019, you could argue, was probably his best game, where mm-hmm. he amassed over 400 total yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he won after being down seven uh, against the Titans, and then the loss against the Bills was in a was in a uh, 40 mile an hour win game in his second year. I'm, I'm starting I, to wonder I, if I, I should throw. I believe the Ravens will win. However, it is the NFL. What's the line? And in the playoffs, Nine his Ravens, for Nine. example, with Joe Flacco. Took down Peyton Manning and, and the Denver Broncos years ago when Denver was a prohibitive favorite. Well, I mean, upsets happen all the was time. Is that the Mile but City Miracle, whatever they call Mile it? Mile High Miracle. Mile High Miracle. All right. Here's the, the Ravens were a much better team can he than the do Broncos. The, can he do the uh, tattoo thing live in studio? we got to get a tattoo artist in studio. Yeah, that would be the goal. Get his cheeks sure. <laughs> there on a, um, a massage table. I know, but here's the thing. On Monday, you guys can't get... get be all soft and say, I don't want to do that. I feel bad for it. Oh, him. I don't feel no, bad for a butt tattoo. He, he's agreeing to this. I, I don't, I don't, I don't to feel bad about a butt tattoo. He's supremely confident. He's just going to have to He's gonna have to pay the price if the Ravens stumble. He's I good. wouldn't let him do a face or neck. I would. No. <laughs> I, I would have no, if he, if he agreed to it, I'd be fine with it. No, no he can't do that. Sure he could. But he could do a, a cheek tattoo. I'm going to step in. What and if he just, just put IJS on like an eyelid? You don't even see it most of the time. You can't he blinks. Do that. <laughs> I'm, doing an I'm not going to get my eyelid tattooed. Who's the one? Didn't you do a story? Kim Kardashian did like a tattoo on her lips, so you don't see it unless she shows it to you. That's gross. First yeah. of all, that's gross, okay. and it sounds uber painful. But I think that the booty on the butt is perfect. Yeah, Lamar is booty. He's gonna have that for a lifetime. That three hours on Saturday. Yeah, it's such a sweat. Could be a sad birthday party. He's going to. <laughs> 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 that's right. Man, I, you're getting me confident. I didn't realize they were they were nine nine point favorites. Yeah, nine points. Well, look, the CJ Stroud story is great. They almost missed the playoffs in the game against the Colts. Two minutes away, guy dropped dropped a bad pass, right? But it did hit his hands. Catches that first down, and they could score to win the game. Man, if if Stroud throws a dart to Nico Collins, like a 70-yarder earlier in the game, I know you said they limit the explosives. <laughs> You're going to be so bitter. He, just, oh, he, he started the last game. He doesn't listen to me. Huh? Well, I, just I, just, said. I just said it. I just said it. But 6%? If they hit that 6%, yeah. you understand. <laughs> bitter. You understand the only way to, I guess, score on the Ravens' defense is to, like, death by a thousand cuts yeah. and dink and dunk your way down the field. And hopefully you, you punch it in. Famous, you don't think they can do that? You don't words. think they can do that? I guarantee you there will not be a touchdown over 40 yards by, oh. uh, by the Texans. I, you can I, make a field bet. I definitely case, want to take essentially. that bet. Do you want to bet on the team total? Do you want to? Well, it's only 17 and a half for them. Where do you think? You think you're going to hold them under 17 and a half? Uh, I would say 
Yes. I, I mean, I'm not as supremely confident about the about that as I am about the Ravens winning. Right. But you think it's gonna they're gonna not score many points at all? I just hope it's close early. Um, so that he sweats at least. Yeah, I think it'll be under under twenty. Yeah, yeah. How will you feel, Eb, if at halftime it's tied? I mean, I I think it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. I don't really it's have be a any slapper. I've I've tried to adopt the Ravens through the years. I don't really have an affinity for them, but I will root for them. I mean, you know, they are. Lo- I consider them somewhat local. So since my team's eliminated, I don't have any problem rooting for them this week. Um, but this could change. This could change the dynamic of it now. I could want just for the show. I know who Draft T-shirt is rooting for. Who are you rooting for, Cakes? <laughs> I'm rooting for the Texans now. <laughs> now I've been swinging. I mean, you kind of have just to. Just a bit. You kind of have to. Come to fruition. You, you know. I'm you th- all you think, bits. you think all of us weren't rooting for Tommy DeVito? Of course you were. And the marinara sauce? I know sauce. you guys were rooting for Tommy DeVito. I'm well aware. <laughs> we thrive on everybody else's misfortune and misery. I know how this show works. Are the other, uh, all the talking heads, are they all as high on the Ravens as Valdez? Are people, I think so. What about like the, the Texas people? Are they, uh, are they picking CJ? Oh, like John McClain? I don't know. Like, what are, what are, the, what are the Texas media guys saying? What, what's Skip Bayless doing? I know he's a Cowboys guy, but I mean, <laughs> he's still, don't even bring he's still up this throwing game. away all of his old uh, Cowboys jerseys from last <laughs> my week. Guess, my guess is the, the sports talkers, the hot takers, it's mm-hmm. all about Lamar legacy talk. But not, I guarantee you these people aren't, aren't uh, diving into the, the stats of the game. Look, nobody knows anything. Every one of the I know experts everything. on I, my butt is <laughs> Every one of the experts on the NFL Network picked the Cleveland Browns last week. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. And the Houston Texans beat them. Hey, Eric, do you not think I know this team inside and out? I think you know them pretty well, but you've gotten a few wrong. I have gotten some wrong because yeah. I'm not going to be 100%. Yeah. But I'm about 90%. I don't know. I th- I mean, I think you know the team pretty well. You put it this way. I, you know the it- team's, I know the team's strengths. I know the team's weaknesses. I know this team inside and out. You and I know my ass is safe. You didn't even negotiate, like, if Lamar gets hurt in the first half, <laughs> off the hook on the bet. I would have tried to negotiate that in. Hmm. Not worried about it. All right. <laughs> you can we you can beat him. Can we have Huntley? a live shot. Like let's say that that happens. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where you're watching the game. You got a birthday party. And He's all watching it by himself. Loner. Lone wolf. Uh, I know you. There. You're not on Twitter anymore. Because if if Lamar went <laughs> if Lamar went down like Cakes just said, next man can up. We just see like an Instagram live shot of you or something. Next man up. Nice. No, he's, he's supremely confident. Tyler Huntley. Pro Bowler Tyler Humphrey. Yeah, Don't forget. Some respect on his. <laughs> That's right. Pro Bowler. All right. Look, odds are his his cheeks are safe, but it is. Dude, I think NFL. anything can happen. Of course, anything can happen. It's totally, his cheeks are definitely in peril. Lamar is booty. <laughs> <laughs> his like favorite player of all time is going to have that tattooed on his butt. He is he, has at... he supplanted Flacco? I mean, he used to have the sticker on his car. I mean, I think if well, Lamar, I've, I've just I've I've learned to grow out of this. This childish fever. Out of the stickers. The sticker well, on just the fever. Is way different than a tattoo on your butt. That's a way different level. I'm just saying he had a Flacco sticker yeah. or the number. Well, or his number I've, or whatever it was. I've grown out of this. Uh, my life revolves around sports. Right. Except for this. Weekend. Except for golf. <laughs> well, everyone says golf isn't a sport. So. Right. right. All right. All right. Good stuff. All right. So All right we'll do entertainment page next. watching that game. 4.30 p.m. Think about, think about your, your butt. Think about my butt. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, hey, are they going to uh, tattoo all over all my pimples? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Do you do you have to like shave? Your, do you have butt hair? On oh, certain spots, yeah. <laughs> you do little patches. Yeah, yeah patches. You know, do some do you have to shave that? Yeah, yeah. Prep it up. But no grooming the Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> You're obsessed with this ride. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> hey, he won concept. that contest. Hey, does he have to dress? Is he dressing up as the as the cowboy though when he gets the tattoo? Well, I think the tattoo has. Just, yeah, I think that's. <laughs> but can't we just add it? Super I mean, sure, if you want. Yeah. yeah, dress up. What's the guy's call? What's the guy's name again? The American. What's he called? Naked, naked cowboy. The naked cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Come in in your naked cowboy, and then we tattoo your ass. Yeah, we, we just we, we just pull the thong yeah, we, over to the side. We pull those briefs down. And get to work. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Still a lot to get into on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. We do appreciate you listening to us on a football Friday, driven by your local Honda dealer. And right now, we're going to reward our loyal listeners. Caller number ten at eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. We'll hook you up with some tickets to go see Hootie and the Blowfish summer camp. With Trucks Tour, that hits Jiffy Lube Live Saturday, August 17th. But tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, mm. visit thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of Live Nation. Look at Valdez playing. I think this was Ethan Bear's goal song when he mm. scored a couple nights ago for the Washington Capitals. Good for Ethan Bear, uh, recognizing... How great this Motley Crue song is. Good for him. Very cool. Speaking of tickets, my buddy, I told you that I'm going to UFC 299 mm-hmm. in Miami. Yeah. He just sent me a text. He purchased the tickets. Okay. Do you want to know oh. the damage for Ooh. me and Dylan to go to the game? Now, I told him I didn't want to go crazy like I did a couple years ago when I went to yeah. Covington Masvidal. We were down low. We weren't, you know, in the front row, yeah. but we were in the low section. Can you tell me where these tickets are located in the arena? Uh, UFC 299, it says section 324, Ooh, row 15. That's up there. That's Those are not great seats from what I can tell because you're in the 300s. Um, I'm going to say this guy dropped $1,000 total for the two tickets for you and Dylan. I'm going to say 500 apiece is pretty, my guess. Pretty close <laughs> if you don't include the fees. Okay. Price per ticket four ninety seven. Fees per ticket one hundred and sixty one fifty one. Oh my god, that is so. Absurd. The damage for two tickets is thirteen seventeen. Mm, that is pricey. Only That's live pricey. Once. You need perks. Hey, Love by fun. the way, speaking of perks, before we get to the EP, mm-hmm. we had Awad on yesterday. He sent me a text after the show. He's grasping for me to try to hook him up with perks out in Vegas. Because he's staying at the Luxor. Why would you what? be able to have the perks? Because With the I'm MGM bad, connections. I'm MG, yeah, I we know people. Oh MGM, we know some people. Okay. And I was like, I'll see what I can do, but I don't even know if the Luxor has a lot of perks. Like <laughs> We've been, it's been 20 years since I've been to the Luxor. They maybe, don't really have perks. Maybe they've made a bunch of upgrades. Is the Luxor an MGM property it now? Is, I believe it is an okay. MGM property. I actually like the Luxor. I, I already forgot. What's the place that I stayed at that our guy... Who used to be at MGM here? He moved out there yeah, and he would I hook think, us up. I think, I, I think you stayed at Park MGM. Yes. Yeah. It's kind I of stayed there. It used to be the it's Monte fine. Carlo, and then MGM took it over. It no, said, but I stayed in like a, it was like a different section that was okay. uber nice. Yeah, they like I a boot, they, like a boutiquey section. Yes. Of yeah, Park I MGM. stayed there too. I forget what they call it. Yeah, yeah I'd a have special to look it section up. like up on the penthouse. So I've already forgotten that guy's name. So I will effort gums. Oh yeah. Gums. So I will effort for Awad to try to get him some upgrades at the Luxor. I don't know that I can pull it off 
but I'll see what I can do. Yeah, I respect the hustle. I told him we I would grasp. Try. I told him I would grasp for it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's open up the entertainment page brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code junkies. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you great. Uh, all right, a lot of stuff to talk about here. By the way, did you hear? I'm going to lead off with this. Uh, that Paulie Shore is back in the news. Yeah, I, I saw I he's going to play our accountant. <laughs> he's yes. going to play our accountant in a, in a full feature film. He's going He's going to do a little biopic of Richard Simmons. Yes. Hopefully and, it's not the one that is an accountant. CPA, no, no, no. CPA Odenton, Maryland. <laughs> no, no, no. Right next to the Dairy Queen and the McDonald's. The Richard Simmons story is kind of wild because... He was kind of like omnipresent for like 30, 40 years, pop culture star, mm-hmm. you know, the whole uh, losing weight bit and uh, the weird outfits and everything, His hair. all that. And then he just kind of disappeared. He decided he wanted to check out a public life. There were some people that were saying it was because he wanted to live the rest of his life as a woman. I don't know if that's true, but. He has gone on record and said he doesn't approve of this. Paul Shore does get, look like him a little totally bit. Totally looks like him. <laughs> he looks a lot like him. And then I couldn't fit in the uniform. Especially when he puts like Finally, the I leotard on or the Lululemon stuff, whatever you, whatever the guy's wearing. By the way, Valdez, uh, how cool is it that Minwoo Lee has a deal with Lululemon now? Who? <laughs> Minwoo Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the hottest golfers out there. Yeah, he's a stud. Um, he just won the uh, like Australian Open. Isn't it when cool? I, was losing I think weight. he's got one of the coolest deals out there. You know that stuff's going to be fire. Min, Min Lee might be a uh, dark horse for a major this year. Yeah, he could. Mm. He could. He could win a major for sure. Um, <laughs> News to me. He's also. I it, didn't case. know the sex when he said the first name. Yeah, it could have been a female golfer. No, no, it's a dude. Yeah, he, uh, he's Australian. That's a weird okay. bit. <laughs> that is a weird bit. Um, all right. So anyway, so look out for that. Paul is sure uh, putting out the movie, even though it, uh, Gary. So <laughs> <No>, Richard, <laughs> when is, I was losing weight uh, at the beginning of my career, of it, for um, whatever reason, I was taking thirty laxatives a day. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Gary! <laughs> Gary! Uh, did you see who's going to be performing or s- singing at the Super Bowl pregame? Yes, I, I know two of the three artists. Yeah, and there's uh, going Reba to McIntyre? be Reba McIntyre. Yeah. Reba McIntyre. I think she's going to be. Okay, she's going to sing the national anthem, and then Post Malone is going to sing America the Beautiful. And then Andra Day will sing Lift Every Voice and Sing. So now I don't know that third person. I do not know that third person either. I think I've seen her before, maybe like on a Thanksgiving float or something. Andrea Day? (laughs) Andra Day. Andra. I I think I know. Don't know her work. Don't know her catalog. Um. Speaking of musicians, got a couple music stories here. Uh, Madonna, by the way, apparently is being sued by two people because her show they went to started two hours late. Yeah, we talked about this. What? My wife went to the show here, and it ended so like at 1 a.m. Started at like one, 10.30. This is one that was in Brooklyn. So was that I Madonna? think that the lawsuit is a joke. Well, they're saying it was harder to get transportation home. Um, they had family responsibilities the next day. They had to work. Uh, you know, it, it, especially if you, let's say you take public transportation and then the artist shows up two hours late. Now you're screwed. And we talked about it that week because Jim Van Stone was nice enough to send me a text. She did two shows here in DC and he said, Hey, just so you know, 
I know your wife is coming to the show tonight. She got on stage at 1035, and the show was supposed to start at 830. Man, that is a late start. And time. I think the night that my wife went with her girlfriends, it was like 1045. Mm-hmm. But apparently a bunch of people tweeted tweeted us that week that they went to shows like five years ago. That's her bit. Yeah. Some some artists are like that. I mean, Axel, they, Axel, Rose, Axel Rose was notorious for that back yeah, in the yeah. day. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think my wife got back that night like at one forty-five. Yeah, tilt. Uh, I'd be so tilted if that happened. Uh, Justin Timberlake is coming out with a new album. Care to guess Justin Timberlake's age, Cakes? I'll guess he's probably about forty-five. Forty. Two. You nailed it. Forty-two. I'm silly with ages. He's actually just, a little I, younger I, than I, I thought. Have... Um, he's actually, do you realize he's got 10 Grammy awards? He was a real jerk in his old reference in Alpha Dog. I don't know if you ever why saw that I knew you were going to bring up Alpha Dog. It's, that it's, is your go-to anytime I'm, we talk why, about Timberlake. Is that the here's one with why. the curb stomping scene? No, that's American History okay, X. Okay, okay, sorry. Um, with Ed Norton. Right. And I feel like Edward Alpha Dog ends up in the desert, though, somewhere, right? Who does? In Alpha Dog. Is there a scene where they end up in the desert whacking that's somebody? I, that's what I wanted to get to. <laughs> the end of Alpha Dog will haunt me forever, where Justin Timberlake and a few of his cronies that kidnapped the kid walk him up to a spot in the, in the, uh, the rocks or the, the desert the hills of L.A., and they lead the kid to the shallow grave, and they whack him over the head with a shovel and then spray him with uh, ten, 10 shots from a machine gun. It's horrifying. It's a horrifying ending, and it's stuck in my brain. I can't get rid of it. Because hmm. Justin Timberlake goes up and comforts him when the kid realizes oh, this is the hole they're going to bury me in. And then he starts duct taping his mouth. He says, no, no, you're going to be okay. It's all, Everything's going to be fine. And then they whack him over the head with the shovel. By the way, I would, Sorry, have bet, I, can't get away from I would have bet against him still being together with his wife. Remember you did those stories Jessica where he was Beale? kind of creeping? They're still together? Yeah. Well, he was like in New Orleans, and he was like holding hands with his co-star. Right, right or like, like out in the balcony making out or something. Like, in New Orleans, I think. Yeah. It was like, well, you know, Mardi Gras, yeah. hanging out. You know, what are you going to do? He apologized. It was a whole thing. His apology worked. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But he's got a new album coming out. He's also, uh, you know, he got a lot of criticism for, you know, the Britney stuff coming back out. And people really, uh, when they look back on it, they really see how Justin didn't treat her. I forget the allegation. Did she say that he forced an abortion on her? (laughs) I think that might be part of it. But also just that he just didn't treat her well. Uh, He publicly, like, shamed her or whatever. Whatever it was. Um, and so the Britney fans were really not happy with him. Um, he, hey, it's Brett. I don't like JT very much. He <laughs> did Britney wrong. He kind of Janet Jackson was very critical of him because Janet took the the brunt of all that, and it was like a planned bit that they were doing. Yeah, you know what, JT? He screwed us too. We should be mad. At him yeah, he made for our life hell bit. for ten and years. She mentioned Brett. I actually uh, texted with him. His distillery is about to open. Ah, very like good. In the next week or two. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, Justin's got a new album coming out, and I think he's actually performing today. He's doing like a surprise show today in Memphis, Tennessee. So be on the lookout. Some people are saying he's doing this just so he can try to earn some goodwill again because he's been on the wrong side of the news for a long time. And then, I don't know. Uh, would I love to? Would I? Would I enjoy going to a Justin Timberlake concert? I went to Bruno Mars. I, I, you, you know I bet you you would. I think you would bob your head to a lot of songs yeah. if you played <laughs> yeah. his hits. I think if he did, I think if he did some, you know, if he did "Bye Bye Bye," if he did those In Sync bangers, if he did some of those In Sync. Well, you know, In Sync is touring with Backstreet Boys. Oh, they're collabing yeah. for so a tour. Packing yeah. them in. Yeah, so many women, so Such many forty-five-year-old moms. Big, are big gonna cash. Go hey, big cash grab. Good for them. But I believe also, uh, Joey Fat One. 
Joy Fatone and uh, Chris Kirkpatrick or whatever. I don't remember all of their Two names. of those guys, they're doing their own little tour. Uh, I'm guessing the, the two fat numbers. ones that are wow. public, aren't they all on the Ozempic and probably not fat anymore? Well, Joey Fat One went in and he got, um, remember, he did the public surgery where they did the lipo and everything. He did it like on, on his Instagram. Oh, like the lap band surgery? Or whatever he they did call it. So, no, he did like a lipo. Like they had him there. Oh, they just sucked his, it out? Yeah, yeah. I could use that. That's like embarrassing. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you putting that on on your social media, your lipo? I probably shouldn't announce this, but I'm probably going to do an endorsement. You know, I think we were asked, and uh-huh. it has to do with like losing weight, and I'm at purposely fattening up. Oh, you are. <laughs> that way, I have better before and after. Oh, very nice. <laughs> good idea. Good job. It's a good excuse. Nice excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, good excuse too. Yeah, I got a deal yeah. too. Yeah. 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 I got one. No. Someday yeah. I'll get it. Yeah. yeah. He's been he's been preparing for this for yeah, the last he's year. Huh? <laughs> oh, by the way, no, I've Mc- just ramped it up. McNugget minute. Take advantage of it today because Oach Babe scored in the final minute. Of I'll the send game, you a reminder. The game text. last night. So another? use your McDonald's app. Oh, that's another? Twice in a week. Wow. That's probably never happened before. I'm just guessing. I have, You're so in, I have no empirical evidence McDonald's, on it. He is the perfect case study in that McDonald's app work. I am. He has been. Because I'm head. As soon as we're done today, I'm heading to McDonald's, the one right in that little turnaround near National Harbor, and then I'm they right got on GM. They've got me. They've got me in their clutches. My oh, you're playing and, cards today. Playing cards, yes, correct. Right. We root for you. We'll follow you on on uh, Twitter. So Very good. Do. My brother's asking me for tickets to the Nuggets game <laughs> on Sunday. Are, have you guys been bombarding Van Stone l- lately? I kind of. I've, right. When is the last time you hit him up? Well, it's, recently. It was by proxy yeah. through this guy. One. Like, I uh, went to. A I game. always go through. I always go through cakes because I feel like JVS can turn me down, yeah. but. <laughs> Can't turn cakes. I went to a Wizards game. game. He would never turn you down. But I went to Wizards game before you went to your, your Caps game. Didn't you right. go to a Caps game? Or no, your I dog? sent my two kids. Oh. Two different games. Mine was December. I just don't know. I mean, do I have the balls? Yes. Ask? Just frame it as, sorry I'm hitting you up again, but I need <laughs> fill in the blank. And he'll <laughs> take care of you. Tell huh? him to call in soon. He can try to be caller 10 and win the G-Wiz squishy and go <laughs> yeah. to the game. <laughs> no, perfect transition. You can call in now. We are giving away tickets to the Wizards game. Saturday or Sunday, January 21st at Capital One Arena. It's Kids Day at Capital One Arena presented by Ticketmaster. The first 5,000 fans will take home a G-Wiz Squishy. For tickets and more event info, thefandc.com slash contest. Caller 10 at 800-636-1067. A lot of people voted on both the polls. I just snuck in a poll on who you're rooting for, Ravens or Texans. What do you think the people who are listening, all the people? I will just say this. I threw, I threw my vote towards the Ravens. because But on the air, you said you're rooting for the Texans. I, I, but I, I don't no, want no, Val- I don't, down, like he's I don't want Valdez to walk around with a, a Lamar's booty uh, Why? Well, you'll never see it. Yeah, but it's just, it's just... I'll show it. You know, He wanted to show me his butt, by the way. Yeah, I'll show you. Though, just last segment. Like, during one of the you guys got a weird thing. You're constantly rubbing his shoulders. No, he wants to show you his butt. I, can, I, was I, was, sh- I got the. I got my real estate all picked up. I was up. sitting in his seat during the during a break, and he just walks in. And he's like, "Do you want? Do you want to see my butt?" And I was like, "No, I'll see it if the Ravens lose, but I don't need to see it before then." I didn't ask. To so see what was the poll? Was, so the first so is this poll, for people that have been listening to the di- dynamic. Well, I, I, I wrote. Not, our, I wrote our really producer listening. Matt underscore Valdez is so confident that the Ravens stomp on the Texans that he'll mm-hmm. tattoo Lamar's booty on his cheeks uh-huh. if they lose. Who are you rooting for this weekend, Ravens or Texans? Right. I would say fifty percent Texans now. 
68% Texans. Look at that. Oh, wow. People are aligning against Matt Valdez. Even though Cakes threw the Ravens a vote. I did throw them a vote, yes. And then the Team J, Team RG3, over 3,000 people voted. Uh, actually, RG3's gotten more support than I thought because it was down low, but it's up to 23% Team RG3, 77% Team J. Mm-hmm. I don't think people can handle this confidence in me. RB3. They can't. They don't know they don't know what to make of it. All right, let's go real quick. Let's go to Bill in uh Frederick. Bill, what's then up? Can we play the Ben Johnson clip just Stephen if it's for two minutes? I think we should play it. Yeah, I'll play it right after this. Bill. Hey, hey, I just want to say you all consummated that bet a while back about the third time being late. Back when JP was coming in early every day, lifting, working out, because he was being late chronically. And I'm pretty right. sure this is the third time he's been late. So what's so the That's like might... three years ago, by the way. All right, but what yeah, was the bet? in perpetuity, <laughs> right? And I'm pretty sure he, Valdez wanted it to be 500. I'm pretty sure everyone agreed on 100. Oh. So I'm just throwing that I out. I don't know that's Valdez, true. get working in the archives. Hey, go have a great weekend. All right, thank All right, you. Thank I, you. I, I <laughs> might if Valdez finds that audio. <laughs> Valdez might have some homework. <laughs> yeah, because we, we, we noticed that he didn't care about Buying McDonald's. Mm-hmm. He was late all the time. And so he agreed to it? Also, he didn't leave 20 minutes early today. That was a white lie. By <laughs> because I did. He, he left 20 minutes early and he was 20 minutes late. <laughs> I left 20 minutes early from my normal time, mm-hmm. yes. What time mm-hmm. do you normally leave your house? As late as 5.18. That's really <laughs> cutting it close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty, pretty close considering he lives up like freaking Germantown. <laughs> um... That's like if a car in front of him hits a pothole. I don't know. He's going to be late. Valdez, it sounds like you have homework. <laughs> sounds, we'll do I, already homework have busy, I already have a busy weekend. No, we'll do that homework for 100 bucks. <laughs> you will? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Right. sure that, you'll that'll be that painful. nugget. That'll be painful. All right. You want to play the Ben Johnson audio? But by the way, I worked out. If I'm actually helping you out. I worked out in the mornings probably like two years ago. So that's when you can find it. If you it. want to look in 2021 <laughs> or whatever it is, 2022. I'm si- JP's made plenty of money. I'm sized for 100 bucks. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. So you seem to, before we play this, well, I guess we can say this after. I feel like you poo-pooed what Ben Johnson said when we no. alluded to it earlier. No, I just poo-pooed it that it's quick. Okay. That's all. All right, it's here's quick. Ben Johnson when asked about Adam Peters, the new GM of the Washington Commanders. I, I know him just just very briefly. Uh, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about people that have worked with him directly or have, have met him uh, over the course of scouting on the road. So um, look forward to, to meeting them and, and talking more. I mean, it sounds great. I mean, I, I, now was he asked about any other of the teams? Cause he's an interview candidate for five or six teams. I don't know. Like, did they say, what do you think about I, fill in the blank GM? I, I just know that the fix is it's, in. It sounds like the fix, the fix is, is in. in. If he's not the guy, I'll be stunned. The fix is in. They've already had floaters out there, whatever, you know, right? Before, before they probably even hired people. Like, they, they're talked to their agents. Would this guy be willing to come to D.C.? You know, what right. You, and then, How you many know, years? You get Myers. You know what? Josh Harris might be a genius because this I don't know. All right? I don't know the rules. But he might have used the whole Myers and um, Spielman hiring advisory committee to get around NFL rules. Maybe. By having them talk to them. Yeah, like maybe oh, you're, not sure. allowed, you're not allowed to talk to Ben Johnson, but an Dude, NBA they guy could. This guy's not officially part this of This guy's in the court. NBA. He's not in our organization Dude, officially. They have, they have back channels. <laughs> yeah, of, of course, all that stuff goes on. 
All right, that's, that's like when, that's like when, when it starts midnight and all of a sudden there's no 40 deals right. done. Yeah. When you're allowed that. It contact. does feel like the fix is in. Yeah. The fix was fix in for Peters in. and the fix is in for. When all the beat guys are saying it's going to be Peters and it's Peters and they're all saying it's going to be Ben John, it's going to be Ben John. And, and then, then it'll few, be Drake May. It seems like boom, boom, yeah. boom. You know, you know what a few that days also means? Ago, uh, the offense is going to be silly in 2024. Mm, I don't know. We'll you see. thought it was going to be silly this year. <laughs> All those overbets you, know you had? I believed in Miami. <laughs> I, be- I believed in Sam Howell for a while. What were you going to say, Drew? Rob McCourt said on, on uh, NFL Network a few days ago, he raised his eyebrows and said, it's not a lock. He's going to have a lot of competition. C- commanders will. And don't sleep on David Tepper throwing him, him the bag. Yeah, like overpaying him. Yeah. And just, right. Okay. I mean, if he pays him I mean, it certainly can happen. $15 million a year or something. It certainly can happen. I just think it's the preponderance of evidence is he's coming here. All right, we got to get out of here. Everybody stay safe on the roads. For Cake, CBM, JP, have a great weekend. Be Mitch and Finley next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 